Welcome to episode 13 of the Ranjian Heresy podcast. My name is Jody, also known as Painting Chap, and with me this evening, as always, are my two fantastically wonderful co-hosts, starting out with my buddy Chris. Hey Jody, how are you? I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing very good indeed. Uh, that might have something to do with the four or five caffeine drinks I've had in the last, oh, I don't know, half an hour. Um, but hey, fair I'll, enough. I'll take it whatever I can. Apparently, one of these drinks is the same as having 25 milligrams of co- uh, caffeine. And that's like, what, half a cup of coffee? Barely, depending Barely. on the coffee. Well, uh, uh, probably English versions of coffee, not Swedish or Danish, because that's like rocket fuel. Um, and uh, as always, the Crown Prince himself, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Not too bad at all, as I say. Caffeined up to the eyeballs. For somebody who doesn't normally drink caffeine, I'm pretty caffeined up. So this is a good thing. I think so. Get some Kahlua there. <laughs> Get some Kahlua. You know I can't drink. Uh, maybe I could just go out and, I don't know, sniff something that smells Kahlua-ish. I don't That's know. right. I'll drink for you, mate. All right. You drink it for me. I'll, I'll be uh, taking the spirit in spirit. Do yeah, it that I'll, way. I'll, I'll sacrifice this, this time, though. Well, that's greatly appreciated, and I uh, thank you for that. Um, so let's talk about what we're doing this this episode. We are going to be uh, doing our usual hobby progress updates. Uh, we're going to be chatting a little bit about the uh, uh, the scouring of Thunder Mortalicus um, in the opening here, and we are going to be talking about uh, some very awesome dudes as well which are allowing us to do our main topic this evening where we go over the forge world open day uh, which is going to be a lot of fun that's going to be myself and freddie taking that segment later on and then uh, on our way back when we come back with the wrap-up we're going to be talking about the usual event lineup what's going on getting an update on the uh, warlord raffle and uh, sort of shouting out any events that are coming up so yeah we've got a lot to get through but that's never stopped us before to obviously go off track as often as possible because <laughs> if there if there's a tangent to be had we will ride it and ride it into the ground um so yeah i think that's about right <laughs> uh, anybody else got anything they wanted to say on that because I, th- I think that pretty much covers it uh, i'll take that later oh when we get off air you mean okay fair enough <laughs> fair no, enough. no 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 <laughs> oh okay that later okay fair enough um so yeah so um it's been it's been a pretty busy week in the hobby i think i think we've done quite well with what's going on out there at the moment um like i said we've got the uh the open day um another thing that's popped out and we're going to be catching up on it in a week or so is the new age of darkness book has dropped the the new red book uh, oh yeah it's really really <laughs> Decent changes for some units, and some okay. units didn't get changed at all, like Freddy's favorite one. Yeah, okay, I only have one beef with the book, but I'll, we'll go through that when we talk about the open day. Oh, well, come on, Freddy, you can, you can drop your beef right now. It's not, that's okay, <sighs> we can handle your beef right now. There's one tank in the Heresy that's like cooler than them all, the Cerberus. Why the fuck are the rules so useless? Please, just something anything like i don't know just make it a blast weapon or something just make it useful <laughs> well didn't the uh, hunter killer missile for it get cheaper yeah well okay. <laughs> well at least that can kill something it, it got cheaper for everyone so it's not 
doesn't really matter. Seriously, Chris, that's like dropping your ice cream on the floor and somebody offering you a marshmallow afterwards. It's it's fluffy, it's 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 tasty, but it's only going to last like three seconds. <laughs> and then, you know, that's it. Well, we could just uh, put it like this. If you want a faster version of a rundown for the lists, listen to Radio Free Istvan or Northern Heresy. That's yes, went through it in different ways. Definitely. Uh, shout out. I mean, uh, I haven't got around to listening to them yet, but I do believe the RFI guys went through... A uh, very detailed uh, list. That'd be the Ryan and RFI Michael. guys got uh, quite a decent uh, unit by unit rundown by Ryan, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And then yep. uh, Jens and Linus uh, do, do the usual. They, they got the friendly gaming club banter version of it. That's also p- putting the units from their perspective from their armies, which is also interesting. Yep, definitely. So that should, that should oh, be a lot of fun. Or like one one of these. Days you can listen to our version, which is probably just going to be alcohol fueled nonsense. So just another which may, episode. May, may, <laughs> may or may not contain any useful information about the actual Red Book. Oh please, please don't don't start that. When the useful information, really? Do, do you yeah, have? We, to? we we have to mention that there's an outflank and sniper rule now. Yeah, it's all about the veterans. Yeah, Part of the Legion just got. It's it's like the new black. Yeah, so, they did. There so are some. Right there are so some other right changes now. to Pride of the Legion, though, that makes it a bit more punishing to lose the veteran tacticals. But they can kick that much more. Yeah, but they can kick that much more ass, is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. If you lost them all, you probably lost the game anyway. So it's, you know. always an even trade, I think. Yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough, indeed. But okay. you know, vet- veteran squads so hot right now. It's the new season. It's the new black. Veteran, veterans of the New Black is what you're yeah. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Very nice, very nice indeed. So that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, uh, let's have a look. What else have we got going on out there at the moment? Um, well, I think all of it's coming really from from the Red Book and the uh, and the Open Day. So as we're going to be talking about the Open Day later on, there's not a huge amount for us to get through um, otherwise. But um, shall we? Should we just do our hobby progress right now? Ah, by the way, what happened with social media and all that shit? Well, see, you pay attention. I'm glad you do. I just walk straight past it. So let's get that out of the way. Well, uh, I, only, I only had 11 beers, so I'm not totally fucked. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. So, it's nice to see you this, still got your beer goggles on paying attention. This is, this is really a first. This is really a first. <laughs> <laughs> what, Freddy catching something that's actually in the running order? Yeah, yeah. No, we, we. That's like you said. He's only had eleven beers. We started. Yeah, and, the, the, and it's probably not even red. The running order from tonight, as usual. Well, I missed. You know, it's a, you know, f- fingertips feeling or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, yeah, that too. Uh, so let's get our social media shout-outs out of the way. First of all, come and follow us, give us a like, and keep up to date on things all Varangian Heresy at the Varangian Heresy Podcast Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter at Varangian Heresy. Uh, we have our own website, which is uh, the Varangian Heresy dot blogspot.se. Is that right, Chris? Yeah, something like that. Something like shake. that. Uh, a, I'm just in charge of it, so. We have a blog spot, yeah, and it's not something we have to clear with the cream either. Uh, the Heresy podcast at that, that dot blogspot.com dot, or dot se or dot, dot whatever or dot co.au or co.uk or depending where you live because it changes. It changes. Uh, and then we've got our email, which is the Varangian Heresy at gmail.com. And if you would like some free stickers, 
please hit us up on our email. Just give us your postal address. Say something like, hey, or, you know, be nice or be honest or like, oi, stickers. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, it's better to write, write, I would like some stickers and put your address in and not just say, hey. Yeah, this is true. Or, you know, or what up, fuck nuts or, uh, you know, shit kickers from the north or whatever you want to go with. We're, we're open to just about being called anything. It's the way of life these days. Um, so hit us up and we will get some of the uh, Varangian Heresy stickers out to you as soon as possible. Um, so, yeah, give free free gubbins from us to you for listening to us. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that covers the social media shout outs. Did I miss anything, Freddie? Did I? Uh, I have no idea. Okay, well, fair enough. We could do it like this. We are also on Stitcher now. Yes, you can listen to us on SoundCloud. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can get us on Stitcher as well. Yep. So if you've got an Android device, you can pick us up through Stitcher. If you've got an Apple device, which is like a huge population of the world, then you can get us through iTunes. And if you've got neither or just don't want to give your uh, time or effort to them, go hit us up on SoundCloud. Uh, or if you use an Android, you could always download the app PodKicker and get all of the podcast basically oh that's, that's a point we're we're on then that's all all set up now isn't it yeah the podkicker just uh, takes text rss the, feed isn't it yeah rss feed or the feed from itunes so you can search for well us uh, system initiative radio freest one or they are probably they are under the forgotten legion though but uh, northern heresy i have horus age of darkness and so on and so on they're all on there so it's a good way, especially if you're new to the uh, 30K podcasting uh, listening jo- job, to uh, hop on there and get a massive download of ep- episodes onto your phone. Yeah, and it's all, always nice to have uh, everything in the same place. Mm-hmm. Some of the podcasts that you have to search for as on iTunes in the settings, though, but... Ah, it's easy enough to fix. And if and you want to know how, just drop just drop us a uh, drop us a message on Facebook. I know Chris is kind of getting mastered at how to do this. Yeah, I'll just copy paste stuff from other conversations. Oh. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> nice and easy. Done. Well, you know, what else do you need to do? Yep. Exactly. Uh, copy paste. Uh, you know, the 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 solution to this generation. Yes. Yeah. Very true. And uh, what's worse is it works. Um, <laughs> so. And it usually takes longer than just rewriting it if you're on your phone as well. So. So. It doesn't really enough. make sense. Um. So that being the case, let's let's do our hobby, our hobby progress and shoutouts right now. Let's get let's get that done. So, Mr. Christopher, uh, what's been your hobby progress? Well, I've been working on a dual Keras Mortis Dreadnought for my well, what's officially is my Iron Hands. We'll see what happens with them in the end, but uh, they're Iron Hands for now. Ooh, sneak, that, sneak! You got something up your up your sleeve there, by the sounds of it. Yeah. Well, not for this episode, but we'll see for another one. Yep. And they got the new paint scheme. I used the old Forgeful one before. That uh, looks a bit more like burnished metal, but uh, now I'm doing a cold steel me- steel look for it. Nice. And it actually starts to look good. I will probably post a photo or two on our page one of these days. So do you get actually actual hobby content, not just from Freddy? Yeah, I'll get around to that as well at some point. <laughs> at some point. Honest. Well, so, someone has to, you know, progress the hobby. 
Yeah, yeah, I just do all the editing and stuff. That's fine. I don't even bother doing much like that anymore. But um, see, you, you, use pr- you just provide the hobby noise. You don't provide any hobby. Hey, content. that's 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 progressing the hobby because obviously people want the hobby and not listen to us do make hobby noise, so they get on with their hobby. Yeah. I also got a second red knot laying on my desk right now. That will be a dual Volkite coloring one. So oh, see the tune. Contemptor. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not contemptor. It's a tune tempter. You have to get the name right. It's yeah, and that one will be, will be run as a regular contemptor because uh, it. Tune tempter, is, get it right. Uh, you don't even know what that what is this. Ooh, that's not very nice. I do actually bite me. Yeah. Are you a member of the MRDC then? The what? Exactly. Stop <laughs> using our word. Oh, oh, <laughs> our word now is it? Yeah. yeah. What are you, Games Workshop? Uh, we're way more hardcore than that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yes, I know who the Martian Death Ray Club is. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, not all the time anyway. Uh, that's true, that's true. But uh, I, th- I thought it would be fun to just try out the twin-linked culverins on a more mobile chassis than my heavy support theme. They do, look, they do look like a lot of fun, I have to admit. And the worst, ca- worst come to worst, I can always just put it in me- melee and slam Freddy's Emperor Shield with them. <laughs> that is true. Because who knew a Mortis Contemptor could, or a Contemptor with, with two heavy weapons could actually still kill things in close combat, well, right? It's got uh, three attacks, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> three attacks and what is it, strength six or strength seven? Strength seven. Strength seven. <laughs> weapon skill as well. I'm yeah. just going to stand on your head. Thunk. <laughs> well, I still get saving throws, though, but, you know. When you roll 1-1-2, one, one, then that yeah. doesn't really help. Yeah. <laughs> when you roll 1-1-2, one, one, it's just not your day. <laughs> I just wish I could, um, like, give it fear or something. It wasn't that chaplain of yours, was it, Freddy? No, no, no. I told you, he's banned. He's not uh, that was, anymore. Uh, that was just uh, four, three rounds of combat with uh, attack squad. There's nothing against Thomas fucking three rounds of combat with one of those against Fulgrim. <laughs> Together with a command squad that everyone has melted bombs. Yeah, but to be fair, were you Emperor's Champion in that? Or what is it called? The Imperial yeah, Champion, that, whatever. Yeah, he, he was in there. Yeah, Idlon was in there, but he got yeah. one-shotted but before the, the, the champion could The champion could have killed Tarantula in our game. Yeah. Oh, you just don't have any luck, do you, Freddy? Ah, uh, well, I took it all back uh, when I played my new army. Ooh. Ooh. So, some hobby content from Freddy, then. Ah, uh, so I've finished with uh, July's challenge. Already? Show off? Yep, yep. Um, so I'm done. And then I've finished with August's challenge, and currently now I'm working on September's challenge. And also, I, I spend the whole day playing some Metallic, so I managed managed to get enough games to cover June and August. But I'm not sure how I'll cover September, though, but I'm trying to hook up some games before I leave. Yeah. Well, nicely done. <laughs> yeah, that could or take you a just while have to, to play to yourself. catch up with. I always play with myself. Yeah. Well then. Uh, well then, yes. Um, uh, <clears throat> yeah, moving but on. But anyway, so, yeah, so don't you want to know What's in my army? <laughs> yeah, come on, yeah. hit us up. All right, All right. Uh, so I'm just going to make it quick and easy. So up until uh, August, we're we're talking still Black Shields, and we have two Marauder squads, 
13 men each with uh, everyone has bolters because they come equipped with close combat weapon and bolt pistols normally. Uh, everyone has bolters except two people that has pariah and flamers. So you're uh, using uh, the regular bolters then and not the pariah bolters? No, no, the regular the pariah bolters are shit house. Yeah. Just, yeah. So I'm using to make here for the listeners. Yeah. Okay, that's alright. <laughs> But the Prime Flamers, on the other hand, is fucking kick-ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're the shit. Uh, and then because the the Marauder Sergeant, whatever he's called, uh, he actually has three attacks and one extra weapon skill base, I gave him a Bolter and a Power Fist. Ooh, pretty. Because I thought that, what the fuck, three, three attacks with weapon skill five with a Power Fist... That doesn't happen that's very gonna, often. That's going to lay some hurt down, basically. Yeah, and artificer armor, obviously, so he can survive a little bit. Uh, so two squatters of those. So two times 13. Uh, and then we have a heavy weapon squads with five uh, water cannons. And then we have a tactical support squad with five melter guns. And then we have the Neiman Reaver, but he's actually going to be someone else. I'm inventing a new special character, but it's going to use his rules. Mm-hmm. And then a Tech Marine and a Dreadnought with a Hellstorm cannon. So a normal Dreadnought for the Dreadnought challenge, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, a Primus Medicaid. Nice. You know, like I said, the whole theme about it is that they're kind of scavengers. Which you, And I also managed to find enough time to write up a battle report for Tungur Metallicooks for like a, a kind of a raid with my Black Shields on Gospel Station. And what we should mention is that these are the old the, made for the old Legion book or Crusade book, right? Yeah. I mean points-wise and the rules-wise. Yeah, points-wise. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, some things might have changed. Probably not a huge amount, if anything. I don't think that many of my stuff has changed. Well, not for the Marauder squads and that, because they no, but I don't, I don't think the heavy weapon squad has changed. Isn't they are 135 base anyway, and then plus water cannons, which yeah. is like what five points each. Yeah, it should be the same. So yeah, I think, like, yeah. uh, luckily enough, I have picked units that hasn't made a huge change in the list. Then is the question: Do you need? Uh, Primus Medici now? Mm, maybe not, but it kind of fits with the fluff that I'm building for the list. Well, that's fair enough. That's yeah. really fair fluff enough. Fluff is the legitimate reason for anything. Yeah. Because you could just have used the Apothecary now, I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it's the whole thing that I, fluff-wise, he's kind of, you know, because of that rule with harvesting the gene seed for the for the fallen. Yeah. It's kind of fit in with that they actually want to harvest X. Uh, an extra amount of gene seeds, like even from fallen the enemy or the their own, yeah. and and kind of the tech marine is there used to because you know they scavenge equipment as well. I mean it makes sense, especially if they if they're you know for whatever reason they're black shields they're out there, that's building the empire fighting the good fight but fighting it their way. Yeah. They don't have the support of the imperial war machine or the war masters. War machine behind them, you know, they've got to get the support where they can. So yeah. it makes sense having guys like that in place. And then in in uh, higher points value, the the mecha- like the tech marine, he's going to be up, upgraded to like a master of the forge. 
Nice. Makes sense. So, so all of the, all of those three is going to be like the main characters. But if you're running Black Shield, so you can only use one. Concept. Oh yeah, that's right. That's why I did it that way. I remember why. <laughs> okay, you knew what you were doing there. You just needed somebody else to point it out to you. But then you could just change them around and claim that the Medicaid is having a headache this day and just uh, downgrade it on apothecary. <laughs> yeah. He's, no, having, he's having a bad day. He's not down, He's not uploaded all his information yet. Well, to be fair, Fluff is probably the best reason to do anything. Yeah. Well, the whole whole Fluff is like the. I still think the the Tech Marine is better to have like a, a normal support character character than having him as an actual. Because he, he is kind of an independent character anyway. Yeah. But if you have a, a medic, he has to attach to a squad, and it kind of doesn't fit the fluff when I run them, so they can't yeah, run around. Yeah, you See? want them as a scavenger, basically. Yeah. See? Fluff overall. That's really nice. Rule of cool, yeah. baby. Because I want, want him to run around and repair vehicles and whatnot. Yeah, and you could always, in the long run, add some really nice uh, servitors now. Yeah, that, that's my next plan, is to have like uh, a full complement of servitors. Especially one with uh, a fucking, what, what they call, conversion beamers. Yep. <laughs> it's a shame you can't take the uh, Solar Auxilia version. Oh, uh, well, don't worry. I may or may not have, you know, <laughs> some mm-hmm. tech trolls to be converted. And there might uh, just be some, like, red weapons now for the... Yeah. Yeah, especially after our conversation with uh, with Spence about that. Yep. Because, so yeah, they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so you have a so, really oh, yeah, thorough so... progress then. Yeah, and uh, currently, not right now, I'm painting up a knight. For the knight jazz for Scandus, by any chance? Uh, for the knight jazz for Scandus, and also for my September commitment. So I'm, I'm, do- I'm doing two knights, but I'm starting with one now, and then I'm going to try another one when I get back from Turkey. And uh, that should be it, and then I have to focus on terrain. Yes. Yeah, there might be a need for that for a certain event, right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, Christmas. Wait, no, not that one? Okay, Christmas. fair enough. Scandus, mate. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, I, I remember that. I've got terrain inbound for that as well, haven't I? Yep. Yep. So. And I might do something for that, but probably not. Uh, Where's the commitment, Chris? Seriously. The commitment terrible. is actually getting my army painted for Scandus. Yeah. yeah Maybe some nice on Mortalis scattered terrain. Yeah. Well, there will be some nice... Well, didn't you get my thingy? I haven't gotten it yet. That's weird. Because I sent it, like, uh, before I sent your characters. Uh, I'm just special, I guess. Yeah, but we got, uh, like, only summer replacements for all the postmen here now. And they basically deliver, like, three times a week. So. Okay. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) <laughs> because that makes sense. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so that's my progress. Very nice, very nice indeed. I mean, putting us all to shame as always, but, um, you know, we'll, well, we'll try and catch up while you're on vacation. It's like my old, my old sergeant major told me, you know, for a civilian might have 24 hours a day, but we have 25 hours, and the last hour is our own. Exactly. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's your own hour. It's a privilege. Yeah. Being in defense. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And for anybody else who doesn't get that, give it a few moments. It'll drop. You'll work it out. Um, I'm, I'm actually pretty happy with uh, being able to finish an e-pad for my Dreadnought now. <laughs> That's See? the most hobby project I've done in a long time. What, on actual models, you mean? Not, yeah. on, not on bases and terrain and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And uh, nice. keeping track of the Thunder <laughs> Metallica's uh, group. and. Uh, yeah, it's not like you're doing any global admin or anything, right? Oh, no. No, no. Mm. No, no. So I guess it's my turn to talk about what I've been up to. Yeah, but uh, I haven't done anything, so we could just move on. Fair enough. Fuck you. Um, no, Chris was right. I've done absolutely nothing. I have... Uh, painted and installed the cyclone missile launchers on my siege tyrants i've added a number of extra marines to upgrade the size of my squads for my scandus list i've i'm like 90 percent of the way through converting a primus medicaid and cataphracto terminator armor uh painting up a siege breaker uh converting some arms over to be power fists on my um tactical squads oh question Thanks to Freddy's kind donation of freaking awesome Mark III shoulder pads with the Iron Warriors logos on them, which are yes. beautiful, by the way. Um, well, don't thank me. Thank Forgewell. They designed them. Well, I thank Forgewell, but you're the one who provided them to me, so Forgewell didn't send them to me, so I'll, I'll, I'll give you the, the biggest credit there. Um, oh, you should thank my fucking scattered, scattered brain that keeps uh, having angst with designing legions to paint. That too. Is this is this the random three o'clock in the morning? I'm not drunk, but I'm shopping anyway. Basket eh. clicking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> since I got those, what do you think we should do with the um, the the hell the uh, face for the um, the skull for the Iron Warriors? The ones where you had it had it white. Should I do white? Should I do like silver? Should I do brass? Should I do gold? What do you reckon? Well, Are they silver. Yeah, but you could you could use it to denote squads as well. I could do like a, a squad with uh, silver and a squad with bronze ones. That could be fun. Hmm. Just to make it e easier to different them in game, and you could also write some bit of fluff why they are like that. Well, that could work. That could work. Or make some with hesse stripes and not some with nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, just just a thought. I think that the Plastic Fantastic Frederick does. He has like. Um, one squad with Hester Stripe, one squad without Hester Stripes, and then... Well, I've got one, because I'm repurposing my what was going to be a veteran squad to a tactical squad. They've all got um, white beaks on their Mark IV, so they've all got, you know, the whole squad's got white beaks on there. Uh, so that's a good way of distinguishing them. So I'm thinking I might just, uh, I might have a go with different metallics on the shoulder pads. Because that could yeah. be fun. That could be very much fun. And uh, also, I have some. I'm making some changes to my breacher squad. Again, uh, again, but it all, it all that all depends on if uh, certain hobby um, extras arrive in time. Uh, after a very interesting chat with a very well-informed gentleman, which I can't discuss more about on the fear of breaking some form of NDA that I may have agreed to, um, <laughs> absent-mindedly agreed to. Uh, so you mean selling your body for resin? No, because they wanted something that was worth something. So um, I didn't sell my body. I, I, I basically sold an old bike. And I'm going to stop there before I make any comments that will get me killed. Um, so that's why the cat was gone. 
Yes, but the cat's back now. So <laughs> my so my my cheeky policy of uh, sell it, it returns, and therefore I can resell it and works. So yep. I'm happy with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's going to get me so much trouble. Um, but yeah, so I've been doing a lot of a lot of hobby hobbying finally, um, seeing as I, I painted up like three or four characters and now i'm not using them at all i'm kind of kicking myself but uh not getting work done and uh we've got the deadline of the i've set a deadline of the 12th 9th or 12th of september to get everything painted because we've got the avaria cluster to uh, phase three to head to so um i need to make sure all my models are painted up ready for that weekend that is fair enough so no panic. <laughs> yeah, I might <laughs> change my army three or four times before that. Oh, definitely. Uh, if you haven't done it at least three or four times, I don't think you're trying hard enough. Yeah, I have. Well, uh, you've probably done it. You, you've changed it again, right? Like in the last thirty seconds. Actually, maybe. <laughs> might be running an onslaught instead of a regular one, just to see how people react. See, mm. see, this is how it is. It just things just change in the you know the, in a heartbeat with you, Chris. I love that. I really do. Um, so, so I've had some hobby progress. Also, um, I've had some non-model related hobby progress. Um, we are very close to fixing the dates for the Scorpius insurrection and putting that package together. So give it a couple more weeks and we'll have some early release details about dates. And then I think we'll start pushing that 100% after Scandus because Scandus requires focus until then. Um, also, with the help of uh, one of the guys uh, from the uh, Norwegian uh, Facebook group, uh, 30k Facebook group, I am putting trying to put something together which is going to be a lot of fun. I can't go into details at the moment because we're still trying to get the details sorted. But um, all I say is, Oz got there first, we're coming in second, and we'll do it better than they did. Um, so, yeah. That's all I'm saying. And that's uh, Kim Henning Grimsbo. Uh, Kim, I need to give you a shout out there. And I will be in touch soon, buddy, so we can talk details. So that's blathered a bit. Um, anything else? Is there any news that we, we haven't covered, kind of, or are going to cover in the episode? Anything new out anywhere that's interesting? Anything for the workshop or the library? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think that, uh, you know, we can't say go through in the open day thingy yeah i I don't think so i think uh, if you give a shit about warhammer fest then they've released ticket uh, not warhammer fest warhammer uh, age of sigmar yeah they've (laughs) released tickets for that so if that's your bag is there a fest it's basically like the open day for but for age of sigmar instead ah okay so yeah, ooh, somebody sounds selling, sounds super super excited. Somebody's selling Steel Legion models. Ooh, tempting, tempting, tempting. Nope, eyes on the prize. I've got to pay Freddy first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think you promised me two siphons as well. Did I really? Oh yeah, I'll, I'll get right on that. Um, there's an epic scale. That's that's what you wanted, right? Nope. That's what you're getting. I, I actually um, want a life size one. Oh, you want life size? Fair enough. Oh, a working what? a working replica. Why didn't you say that, Chris? I mean, you know, I, I've gone and ordered you. I've gone and ordered you Epic Scale now. You just have to make do, mate. You know. Yeah. Well, I know. Cut out well, the and squeeze in. I should just have them on uh, for Scandus then. Yeah, definitely. Epic Scale and just a huge base. 
<laughs> a little epic scale sci-fi on the top of a flying base. Yeah. <laughs> That'll work. Everyone will definitely be, you know, super impressed. Oh, yeah. 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 They, they'll also want a, a looking glass to, um, you know, get it well, back. Well, might gently, you know, stab you to death in the toilet later on, <laughs> in the bathroom. He's yeah, that probably. guy. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Um, well, it's, <laughs> it's, always it's, it's better to use, uh, like, epic scale than just put down two Coke, can, Coke cans and say they're a Titan or something. Uh, that's not too bad. I've used Jack Daniels bottles as drop pods before. I've used the whiskey bottle as terrain for some mortalis. That doesn't mean I would you do it at an event. Yeah, but we've seen events actually use that rule, so that's okay. Alcohol is fine. It's yeah, but that, just... that's uh, like you have to drink this bottle to open this door in some mortalis. Or if somebody puts a beer glass down, that's actually line of sight blocking terrain. That's true. Like that. Yeah, but it is, but that's different. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. We, 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 can, we can go with that. Anyway, um, so... I, I think you have wanted to, to discuss something that's list-related, but not a list this week. Yeah, we've got that, and um, wanted to say that uh, normally we do our sort of concept list right now, but um, don't have a list to hand, mainly because... My my phone took a a, a uh, well how would we put this a downward trajectory um, from the hands of my my five year old daughter towards the floor and now I have a phone screen that resembles a Jackson Pollock painting. Uh, well, it's at least better than mine because mine was li- lying on the living room table and imploded. Well, the screen cracked on its own basically. Wow, that's some, yeah. that's some that weird was voodoo like, shit. That was actually a problem with that phone because there was too high tension in the screen. Which phone was that? Uh, the Sony Xperia Z3. Uh-huh. I had the problem with the Samsung Galaxy Mega that did the same sort of thing. The, the screen tension was too too high. Yeah, and then they just uh, said that they wouldn't repair it unless I paid for it. Yep, 3,000 crowns, about 300 pounds. I was like... Forget that. Yeah. I'll go buy a cheap phone and wait till my contract's expired. Yeah, I bought a new phone for the same reason, basically. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, actually talking about this, um, what I was just going to chat about is my um, my idea for a cult cult horde list. Um, I've mentioned it before, and I'm working on it currently. I've actually got uh, currently looking at forty um, gores and ungores. Uh, all done up on 25 millimeter bases, thanks to Chris. And big shout out to Sean from the, uh, CC Initiative, uh, whose package of bases arrived yesterday. So I've been able to base up some more models. Um, so I've got That's, a... uh, just glad it didn't get stuck in like customs. I'm really <laughs> glad. It, it, <laughs> base retailer. Yeah, thankfully it came in. <laughs> Don't mention customs. Thankfully, it came in. Uh, thankfully, it came in a uh, uh, sort of standard, almost like FedEx sealed envelope with gift on it. So I was okay. Um, but those came through and were very, very useful. And I'm still looking for more models. I've got um, uh, Bestigors to uh, put up. I want to put them on 32 millimeter, but it doesn't really work in my mind. So I think I'm going to stick them on uh, 25 millimeter as well. Um, but basically what it is, I'm, I'm planning to do a dual purpose model list. So basically I've got a human, uh, cult army, that, uh, a militia army that I'm putting together that will use the beastmen as inducted levies. 
and then I'm planning to take the, those Beastman models and then start using them as the main part of a um, cult list. And what I what I wanted to thought we could talk about is just the different different types of uh, models and units that we could use to fill out some of those roles in, in that sort of list. Because um, one that Christopher came up with and I absolutely love is um, replacing was it Sentinels? Yeah, Sentinels with um, actually what you, it was your idea, dude. What do you take them through? Well, I was thinking because you need a, a walker of some kind, but uh, you don't really want uh, to have the standard Sentinels when you, the rest of the army is that themed. So why not get like a larger version of uh, one of the what do you call them, Beastmen? Yeah. I was just thinking about, have they changed their name? But no, they're Beastmen. They're Beastmen. Yeah, they're, they're Beast Hordes or whatever it is. Uh, they're Ugors or Undergores or what? Yeah, cores. they will always be Beastmen. Yeah, Undergores, Overgores, Wumbling Free. Take your pick. Yeah. Well, it's uh, at least better than Clangers. This is true. But, uh, enough about that. Well, I was thinking, there's actually Bray Herds and War Herds, they are called these days. Yeah, so like we said, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, beastmen. Yeah, so there's uh, there are quite uh, nice uh, cavalry models for the, those the classic yeah, beastmen army. Or well, they're not really classic models, but uh, they're available these days at least. Yeah, and that's uh, the dragon ogres. Ooh, yeah, and this is this is what I like the idea of with this is that you can, I think there's a lot of fun to be had with them. Yeah. Um, but I was yeah, thinking either the dragon ogres, but I'm not sure if they would be too large to be a sentinel. Well, it depends. Can you fit them on like a 60 mil base, Probably. and maybe have like a yeah, with a little an, bit of an ungor or something riding them on the back with like a multi multi laser or, or change like an arm for a heavy weapon. That's what I was thinking of doing. Is actually like uh, like a flesh graft or something, and having a, a las cannon or something, uh, the the main sort of sentinel weapon grafted on where the arm should be. Okay. Yeah. And, and looking at them way. now, they would probably fit on a sixty mil base, perhaps. Yeah, I think they should. I mean, I've painted so the the older ones, the, the metal, metal ones. ones. They were which, smaller. Yeah, I, I won't. I'll be honest. If I can get my hands on some of the metal ones, very. I would love to do that. They would be. Um, very much, uh, very, very useful in that respects. Yeah, but you could always, because you can add uh, like a melee weapon to the Sentinels, so it would actually fit with uh, like a one-hand weapon and a heavy weapon. Yeah. You also have an option of, if you wanted to make them a bit smaller, mm-hmm. and that's the the Centigors or Kentigors, depending on how you want to pronounce it. Yeah, but they, um, I'm looking yeah, at the... They're a bit too small, I think. Yeah, they they look a bit too small for me. And I mean, unless you sort of, I don't know, that would take some serious fle- yeah, sort of flesh crafting are, to make them fit. Because yeah, they are standard cavalry size, basically from Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, but, but uh, they, they, I just wanted to give an alternative. But uh, I think the dragon ogres would look way cooler. Yeah, yeah. Because probably like if you go shirts or something, because they're going to be on a way too big base. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I was I've been looking at some of the other options. I mean, I've got um, currently I've got the old. And if anybody's got old metal beastmen, hit me up with the, what you've got, and then I might be interested to see what I can pick up because I like those models. 
Um, but I was looking at the um, the old Minotaurs. I've actually made a making making a trade with a friend of mine in the UK at the end of the month. Um, I'm picking up three metal um, Minotaurs, old metal Minotaurs, and I'm using that with the Minotaur Lord I've got plus another model, another uh, Minotaur model to make up an Ogryn squad. So yeah. they'll they'll be the Ogryn brutes. Yeah, yeah. That looks nice. And I think that uh, just with a little bit of conversion work, you should uh, be able to make it look like it fits in the setting as well, and not just straight out of. Well, I rebased them for Age of Sigmar. I might as well use them in 30 as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking at things like um, with this uh, with this army more so than the human army because I want to keep the human army very sort of human, you know, very little. Um, like uh, chaotic influence or anything along those lines. With this one, I'm more happy to do a lot of like flesh grafting, um, tubes, piping, you know, all that sort of stuff. Warp, you know, like green stuffing, some physical changes and things like that. So Just basically, going all out to make them look unique. Yeah. There it is. I'm just looking at. I mean, I tell you what, if I could get my hands on the. Um, one of the Dragon Ogre Shoggoths or Shag- uh, Shagoths. They're sh- yeah, they're Shagoloth. They're quite huge, though. Oh, they're quite huge, but I I just think it's beautiful. I'd love to get my hands on one of those. What are you gonna use it for? Or just paint it? I don't know, but you know, I could easily graft a wep- a heavy weapon onto those arms, or two heavy weapons, or something. Or three. Yeah, easily, yeah. you know, maybe a battle cannon. And uh, <laughs> have you gotten getting the? stupid thing that I'm looking at miniatures and considering a new army, but that's just uh, <laughs> just looking at the, the storm fiends from the Skaven line. <laughs> okay. Those would look like some badass, uh, either ogrins or like uh, just tool them up with uh, some friends on dispenser or something and use them as uh, anything. Yeah, I, I was uh, drinking and I was thinking Ooh, about there's a surprise. using uh, <laughs> Using the you know the cultists for for uh, the gene seller cultists or whatever they call the hybrids yeah 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 and they used to do head swaps so you don't Ooh. have the gene seller hybrids but you can have your beastie men so whatever Ooh, and you can make, and you can have them being uh, your elite unit yeah well like the grenadiers you mean yeah I was thinking possibly the bestigal for them uh, for the elite unit um, the sort of bigger uh, much bigger, physically bigger beastmen, and using them. I, th- I was talking with uh, a while back with Tim from the Eye of Horus, and um, he he suggested those guys because they're well, they're basically a lot bigger and look a lot more alpha style. Yeah, that's because they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know when it comes to like the, the you think about the the actual setup and and the. Uh, what but are how, are you, how are you going to solve the army armor thing? They got uh, chain mail and plate mail, the bestigors. Yeah, they got stuff hammered to them basically. And at the end of the day, it's it can be just a case of some uh, some green, plastic green, card plating. Yeah, green stuff and tubing. Green stuff yeah, and tubing basically. You just uh, connect some tubes to the armor plates that's already there. Yeah, and uh, it's probably pretty easy to you know green stuff rebreather sort of things. Yeah, and to yeah. be fair, a giant goatman is probably more durable than a guardsman. Yeah, I, I, that's that, that would be my sort of thinking. I mean, I'm I'm really tempted at some point down the line of taking of getting a, my hands on a, a Glockkin 
you know, the giant Nurgle um, yep. thing and making that a knight um, to go sort of like a, a knight to ally yeah, in. Almost the same size. So. Yeah, and I've seen loads of them done online by people, and I think they'd be awesome. Um, I mean, I'm not sure about things like soul grinders and stuff like that. Um, they're they, more they, like they, they're, demon they're, engines, but... Uh... They're more way more 40k for me. Yeah, and uh, to be fair, they would probably fit better with uh, a late heresy, <laughs> like yeah. Iron Warriors. Yeah, I mean, I could uh, just looking at those storm things actually with the, um, I could do a head. They look pretty simple to do a head swap with, like an oak, uh, take the tail off, and just put an ogryn head on there. Yeah, or you could just buy a box of the Vanguard. Which one? The Vanguard. Yeah. The cavalry. You could just buy a box of those and paint them. Because they, <laughs> They're only 720, but they've got a nice name. <laughs> they, they sound nice. They sound like nice fellows. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I'm looking at... And then, then the thing is, it's like, um, what to do about tanks, whether to... Uh, and sort of that sort of stuff. Armour, whether to stick with um, the sort of standard look or to go try and find some sort of model replacement for them. Well, uh, consi- considering you are... Basically replacing the infantry with uh, beastmen. Yeah. I would say that uh, they would actually supply them, like, either with an allied tank company or, like, train them to run the tanks themselves. Yeah. I well, yeah. The, the, the tanks are STCs. Uh, the beastmen are not, obviously. So they still get the same fucking tank out of the factory. Yeah. yeah. But it's more whether or not I should, for the, the look, whether I should stick with tanks... Yeah. Or find another model to count as tank to give a diff- to give that far more like warp feel to it. I just stick with tanks because then you have like something that's recognizable. Yeah. Plus the fact that uh, it gives you even more conversion work because you can make them look like a bit uh, run down or missing some armor plates and because they're not that good at keeping them in check. Yeah, I suppose you could throw animal hides on them. And yeah, stuff and then like you that. could uh, like. If you get a Gorgon for transporting Ogrins or something. Which is honestly part of the plan as well, I have to admit. Then you, could, have, to then you could actually have a regular human screwing it, like they are driving the Chaos-tainted bastards well, into battle. Actually, that would be kind of cool to use the, um, what do you call it, the one the, the, the cultists that Freddy mentioned. Yeah. But, yeah, I, but... but I actually take the gene stealer head off and put a human head on there. Yeah, just uh, just so that their their minders are basically driving them into combat. Well, you know the nobility of the planet, they wouldn't look like beastmen, and they just used the beastmen as slave labor anyway. So the elite, yeah. the ones that get to drive tanks and shit, could still be humans. Could be. I mean, I don't know how much of the they human, used, they human element I want the, as such. They just herding the fucking mutant scum in mm. front of the guns. Yeah, yeah. that would actually uh, just try to write up a. Like two hundred words a storyline. Write a two hundred word essay and get back to me. No, no, that would be five hundred words, four hundred fifty to five hundred words. Is that is that what an essay is these days? Oh, that's uh, (laughs) a PM basically. Yeah, I was going to say that's 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 like a a quick chat. That's about uh, a page of text. So yeah, but if you write up that for next week and I'll have a look at it and grade it for you. 
Why, thank you, sir. I greatly appreciate you willing to spend time on that for me, sir. Thank well, you. I, I did, I did, did one, once go to school to become a teacher, so I might as well get get to use it. So what you want is basically you want me you want me to do something to validate your life choices up until this point. Well, I decided that I really didn't want to be a teacher after getting to know the kids I would have to. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I met these guys, little fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't basically. want to be a teacher. But there are quite cool stuff to do with the, the Beastmen because mm. they used to they've been in the both 40k and 30k lore for quite a while. Yeah. Like the humans and they're not that much different for from ogrins or ratlings or Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just finding the right theme that that makes them yeah. feel right, you know. Yeah, I remember the good old epic when you can uh, like even impaired or chaos could have beastmen's. Yeah. yeah, or the old, uh, I think, I'm not sure, it was around uh, the time of either the Third Battle for Armageddon or Medusa 5 campaign where they had in White Wars articles about, oh, sorry for that, different uh, versions, uh, different uh, worlds and different uh, Imperial Guard regiments, and they mentioned Beastmen still. They're still used in the 41st millennium. Um, yep. I mean, I've got, I actually, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. So I've, I actually built some as, um, I've used them as, uh, what is it, what are they called? Um, not flagellants, but it's the, um, flagellants. It's the, uh, the sort of souped up version for the Inquisitive Warbands. Um, like the, uh, some kind of redemptionist or so? Kind or of. The, there's, or, a, there's an actual acroflag- word for Or acroflagellants. That's the one I'm looking for, yeah. Acroflagellants. Uh, built them up as that, and I've actually taken uh, an old Minotaur model, which I'm now kicking myself over because I've, I've actually converted it into something Imperial. And I could You could have used it. I think it's beyond rescue, but I will see. Um, there's uh, actually one model I just want to talk about Minotaurs because I know what you're going to use them for. Yeah. The new Slaughter Priest. That would be yeah. uh, quite a cool, just like the unit leader, that he is the least corrupted of them, but still possessed yeah. by the great great strength of an ogrin. I was looking at that, or, or maybe just an ogrin and just have a play around with the model. Yeah. Uh, maybe what's sort of... What's with that? <laughs> okay, fair enough. This one got a spine on his back. All right, fair enough. Back. On his doesn't, back. doesn't everyone have a spine in their back? Oh, yeah. On his back. On his back. Oh, he's got an exospine. But that actually made of actual spine, it looks like. Made of actual spine. And then they got uh, some nice horns around his head. On oh, the shoulders. Cool. Yeah, but I just love the pose of that mini. I think it could make... Because uh, it looks kind of beast many. Yeah, I see what you mean. I mean, I could play around... Just looking at it now, I mean, I could play around with the head and maybe put some like small horns on the outside or something. Yeah, and he got uh, like bone... Prote- put- protrusions on his uh, shoulders as well yeah I mean maybe take down some of the spikes I don't know I might change the axe up but yeah I could have a play the around with that the coolest thing about him uh, yeah is it looking <laughs> yeah okay but that we all know the my, my panache for putting on gigantic weapons on models that's um, a gigantic weapon but it could change the what looks more like a Mark of one of the marks of corn. That's what I was thinking big, about. Is it like it, yeah, solid? He does come on a forty millimeter base, so that's actually not so bad size wise. Yeah, and the fact is that you could uh, like model some kind of uh, control device and maybe some 
wiring well, into the head or something. Yeah, considering he got chains on his back, you could change that to wi- wires and yeah. maybe just put some uh, like as I said before, like a friends on dispenser or other. Yeah, just do like dispensers. a bomb bomb collar. Do some like you can take the wires from the medic kit. Yeah, like hook it up to. I can green stuff those things in. That's not a problem. Or I can I can use metal uh, wiring that I've got here. Um, But yeah, no, I hadn't even thought of that model. To be fair, that's a good show, Chris. The best part is it's a plastic model. Much easier to play around with converting. And it's much easier. uh, It comes in what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven pieces or so. Oh, that's it. So nice and easy to work with, effectively. Yeah, but it's still it's not postable because it's a. One post one model, but it can be posable with the help of a knife. I think it looks good enough. I mean, I was actually just looking at it. I might have a play around with the feet and green stuff them into uh, hooves. Um, so it looks like he's turning. Yeah. Stuff like that. But uh, uh, on the other hand, you could just do that for one foot. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. And then maybe some fur between the armor plate and the boot and knee plate. Yeah, I could play around with that. And then put... The, a dead imperial, dead anything that you want, like an imperial fist or something, instead of the skulls under his foot, because skulls are stupid. Yeah, well, it's it's the grim dark, and the skulls are everywhere. Yeah, well, this is that. Well, just take one of your spear mark uh, three helmets, just put it under there. Yeah, just something because just having stand on a random pile of skulls is quite stupid. Yeah, but again, grim dark. If it's not on a skull, it's not grim dark. This is not the Grim Dark. Grim Dark is. Uh, I thought the the term for 30k was uh, Grim in- Industrial. Mm. Grim Sexual? I don't know. Grim Industrial. Grim Industrial. Okay, Grim Industrial, not Grim so Sexual. Not, so not Grim Dark. That's no. 40k. Yeah. We're doing Grim Industrial. Grim Industrial. Oh, put some Robo Skulls under it instead. Put some Robo Skulls under it. Okay. Or um, oh, I'll think of something. Hell, I'll put a marine helmet under it or something. Something that looks a bit, you know, that fits it a bit better, I guess. But yeah, that's a really cool model. I think there's. Um, I'm just trying to think if there's any specific units. I mean, I've got. Um, I like the idea of sort of playing around with beastmen and see if I can get them into heavy weapons team poses and stuff like that, and having some fun with them there. Um, well, if you get the either the new ones that are not that are basically rifle. Plastic. Well, heavy weapons like the rifle versions, or like the one you have underslung your arm. Oh, you mean for the marine versions? Yeah. yeah or, you, or you could uh, do the shoulder-mounted ones. Or again, have a bit of a play around and, and uh, may, actually maybe what could be interesting is taking some of those... Uh, uh, no, I don't think the, the tentacles would do the job, actually. I was just thinking about, again, sort of flesh-grafting weapons onto their backs or something. Um, but that really wouldn't make much sense. No, it really uh, wouldn't. No. But on the other hand, you could just uh, use, uh, like, the more corrupt they are, the, the more in an assault role they, are, they will get. Yeah. So you could have some that are more scaled back in the corruption operating the heavier weapons. Yeah, like maybe some, uh, oh, what is it, Gore or Ungor, the young ones, maybe some uh, human, more human bodies with their heads yeah, on or there or something. like... Uh, just uh, some modified up uh, version of a guard model. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's just like a general guard model or a general guard heavy weapons crew or something, but showing the change in some way, shape or form, and that's, that's sort of their corruption over. Yeah, it's got got me thinking. I like it. 
there's lots of fun to be had there, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean, if uh, if anybody's listening to this and uh, is thinking, actually, I've got a cool idea for a unit, or I've got a cool model that could represent a unit, hit me up by the via our Gmail account at thevanjinheresy at gmail dot com, and let me know what you think because this is going to be a slow burn army because I'm I'm currently working on my Iron Warriors, and then it's going to be. It's either going to be the the beastmen or the human the human militia, depending on what idea has more traction at the time. That's my next army. Or the dark angels. Ew! I'm not doing anything with the dark angels. Yeah, you Please. Are. No, I 40k. I am. But screw that. You could always convert them over. No, I really couldn't. I really, really couldn't, and I wouldn't want to. <laughs> um, no. Do it. So the imperial no. Oh, shut up. Um, no. <laughs> Never going loyalist ain't gonna happen, and no, no way, no how, no sir. Yeah. Don't change me over, Freddy. I'm not. <laughs> I will say, like you know, I got the dwarves for fantasy, and then obviously I had to buy night goblins. I got the f- the yin crap- and yang. I got a crap load of uh, dwarves for fantasy. I could just make a militia army. Yeah, or make a squat army. That's a, the thing. There are no squats currently in the rules. That's, that's why I'm going to make a militia army. There's no squats in America. No. Um, oh, yeah, do it. Do it, Chris. Come on, yeah. do it. Get on with so, it. New Scandals Band. Squat army. He's just trying to deflect your uh, fucking uh, talking about him doing some, you know, Imperial Fists. Yeah. Yes, yes I am. We're going to start sending him Imperfist stuff over the coming mm-hmm. months. Think so about any... P- Pollux and fucking Dandenok. <laughs> the greatest love story ever made. Pollux, yeah. Pollux and Dantiok. Yeah, you, you can become part of that. You can actually create that on the tabletop. Or you could uh, just recreate uh, the Battle of the Schadenhold. I hate you guys. I really do. But then that's Iron Warriors versus Iron Warriors. I know, but still, I hate you guys. And the, and the <laughs> nice Iron Warriors win by dropping yeah. an entire fortress. Yes, but a Dantioch dropping an entire fortress on top of them. Yeah. I know the, I know the I, story very I really well. I don't think we need to put a spoiler warning on this because that's been out for like three years. Too late. Too late. The Iron Warriors <laughs> win. It's just the wrong ones. Yeah, but that's the, that's the best kind of battle, isn't it? The Iron Warriors win. Yeah. By dropping a fortress on top of yeah, Iron Warriors. It's not no, suddenly. Yeah, but I might come back with the militia list after I've dis- after Scandus, because yeah. I really don't want to do one now, and I change, really don't want to change another up. list for Scandus. That's good. I really don't want to uh, <laughs> <laughs> remodel all the metal hammers and <laughs> iron breakers and long beards. No, I want to, if I was going to do squats, and I have thought about doing it in the past, um, go all plastic models. And I've seen some it. lovely conversions of the new dwarf kits, the dragon belchers, whatever they're called. Yeah, they do some beautiful stuff on those guys. Yep. But anyway, uh, no, I'm not going to do Imperial Fists. Send me all the models you want. They'll find their way somehow into an Iron Warriors list. Um, <laughs> or they'll be Alpha Legion or something. Well, um, they could be Alpha Legion masquerading as Imperial Fists. Yes, maybe. So they are all yellow and nice. Shut up. I've got enough lists to do as it is. Just just shut up. <laughs> but anyway, like I said, if you've got any ideas of what I could do with this army and some uh, that doesn't involve being sent Imperial Imperial lapdogs, 
um, loyalist marines or all that sort of stuff and you think this could be a cool idea give this a try like i said hit me up on the gmail and give me some thoughts so moving on from that um uh, before we sort of move into our main topic we have uh, we've got some stuff to talk about we we've got some people to talk about more importantly um yeah. and that is uh we need to give a huge shout out to nick french Stuart Mack and Tom Stallard, who went to the open day for went to the open day for themselves, but were also on the ground as roving reporters for the Varangian Heresy. And for those of you that follow us on Facebook, you'll have seen that we updated an album throughout the day as these guys were sending us some cool stuff through. It's what we're going to be using to uh, base our main topic segment on tonight when we talk about the open day. Um, but yeah, it's been uh, it's been really awesome of these guys to sort of step up and help us out. It literally came about by uh, dropping them a message and saying, "Do you guys think you could hook us up?" And they did, and they are very awesome dudes for doing that. Fuck yeah! Yeah, and, and Freddie's very happy. I am extremely happy. Why are you happy, Mister Freddie? I'm very happy because now I have a black book. And uh, the worst part about this, it's being shipped to me. Ah <laughs> oh, well, you know. What do you mean the worst part? Oh yeah, you're not allowed to open it, are you? No, uh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I really shouldn't open mail for other people. So. Yeah, that's illegal, you know. Yeah, yeah. especially Freddie's mail, just for you know mental you may, sanity. Well, actually, it might be a cunning ploy though, because you might be incriminated <laughs> in some weird fucking shit. <laughs> there's his DNA. There's no no DNA on this from uh, Mr. Freddie Brotherton, but but some Mr. Christopher uh, Mr. Chris Armisen, There's there's his DNA on it. Well, yeah, he must be right. responsible for it then. Yeah. So, exactly. so he is the hooker murder. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We all know that it's only lorry drivers that murder hookers. Oh, and uh, heresy players. No, no, lorry drivers. And so heresy players. Is that, why, is that why you've been applying to be a lorry driver, Chris? No, I'm just uh, do, doing the British stereotype of... What are you trying to say? Murder. Well, all British lorry drivers murder hookers. Actually, that, I thought that was based on a Swedish typical stereotype. Yeah, I, I thought that too. Henning uh, Mikkel books that the British uh, stole. Well, that would surprise uh, me. We, we stole why... something and made it ours, you know. Well, that's one of the reasons that uh, the Top Gear, the old Top Gear crew, got warned from the BBC by the BBC. <laughs> yes, yes, there, there was that one actually. Um, but yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, let's not anyway, talk let's about get, Top let's Gear. Get back, let's get awesome. back to the, who we're actually talking about. We are giving a shout out to these guys. Yeah. Um, to fair, they're not hooker murderers. No, no, we have to have that caveat. Or they, they are, um, they are innocent until proven guilty. Should any charges ever be levied to them, um, but they're very nice guys, and um, yeah, we are very, very uh, thankful for them. So there's a couple of things we wanted to do. First of all, I wanted to give out, give a shout out to, um, I can't remember who it is. If it's um, Stuart, yeah, uh, Stuart, Stuart, who has. Uh, Miniature Realm Studio, uh, and it's a painting company, and he does some fantastic work. Um, literally looking at uh, the page in front of me right now, and looks so nice. A beautiful showpiece on the uh, the front page right now, and you can find that at uh, miniature real miniature realms studio wordpress com. We'll link it on our page, and in the show notes as well. And you can. 
actually see see his work but it's absolutely gorgeous really recommend you get out there and have a look at it and um you know if you're looking for someone to get some work done hit the guy up and see what he can do for you um he also does uh by the look of it he also does terrain building as well uh, which is very awesome so it'd be good to uh maybe get some custom terrain built um so yeah definitely hit the hit those guys up uh hit Stuart up on there and we we wanted to say thank you and in the best way that we could um so uh, stealing a a non-trademark non-registered idea from somebody else um and, and coming out with the caveat that there there may be there, there may be uh, benefits of this although uh, no tangible benefits are are, uh, are guaranteed at this time uh we are opening up and inviting the first three members to uh, which will be Nick French, Stuart Mack, and Tom Stallard to the uh, the Hearthguard. So Nick, Stuart, and Tom, you are the first three members of the Hearthguard. You had our backs. You were watching our fire for us and keeping keeping us burning with heresy. So welcome mm. on board, guys. So much burning. So much burning. Freddie, get a goddamn cream. I have warned you about this. <laughs> Seriously, you know, get some sort of virus check if nothing else. Run he some uh, avian shield get, yourself. He just uh, get a room with the cream. So. So you know, if 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 it doesn't hurt, it's not yeah you know, the same thing. If it doesn't hurt, it's not heresy. So let's exactly. continue. If it doesn't burn when you pee, <laughs> it's not forty k. <laughs> but yes, we are welcoming. Let's say again, welcoming Nick, Stuart, and Tom to the Hearthguard and saying big thank you guys to to you for stepping up for us at the event. Also helping to hook up a friend of the show, Dave Sampson, with uh, also a copy of the Black Book. And uh, when we talk about the uh, charity raffle later on, we'll uh, give another shout out to what you guys are doing. So we've already discussed we're going to get some uh, Varangian Heresy goodies over to you as soon as we can. And at some point in the future, there will be some tangible, non-tangible benefits of being part of the Hearthguard. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys and welcome aboard. I think that's no, no, no life-size dolls yet. No, no life-size Freddy dolls. Uh, we, we, we've had quotes back from the manufacturer in China and the quotes were like, no, we no do this. No, no, no. He, he, his manhood, too big. We cannot make copy. Too big, too big. Cannot sculpt with two hands. No, no. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm not Where commenting. Where are we going? Where are we going with this? I don't I'm know. I'm not commenting. <laughs> no, I'm not commenting either. I've already commented and that's probably enough. But these guys have supplied us with some fantastic pictures, all of which you can see on our album on the Frangian Heresy podcast page. We're going to go through a lot of the stuff they've given us uh, to talk about in the main segment. And yes, again, thank you guys. So does anybody else have anything they want to say on this opening segment before we wrap it up and move on to the main segment? No. No. Well, well, I guess goodbye, Chris. I don't know. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, I guess Chris. Chris is going to head off now, and then we'll see uh, if he makes it back for the. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going up, up in up in the mountains to the lands of uh, wolves and trolls. So we'll see. So stay away from fields of boulders. Uh, don't go out in the dark on your own. And oh, there's no uh, way. So, so, so once uh, Chris might, you know, be snatched and grabbed by some sort of cryptid. Well, or Norwegians, or Norwegians, because it's close to the Norwegian border. But that's where oh. the weird shit is, though, right? Yeah, and a and a border shop for once. Oh. So um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, we will take a musical break chosen by one of us. So God knows what it will be, and we'll be right back. 
And it's time for our main segment of this episode and we're talking about the forge world open day so on a semi-sunny or slightly overcast uh, sunday morning three intrepid reporters of the varangian heresy podcast the hearth guard as we now as they're now known tom stewart and nick uh, got to the doors of uh of uh, Warhammer World to find that there was a fantastically large queue already at 8.30 in the morning for a 10 a.m. opening. Um, and there, there was some mild panics about the possibility of picking up a copy of the the uh, limited edition Black Book. The primary mission. The, pri- the primary day. mission, yeah. The, the stay on target mission, you know. It's it's a two-by-two two, two, by two, uh, two, by two square that they've got to hit, like, you know, sniping Womp Rats and when they were... were yeah, no. it's Backstab a neck beard there, like uh, you know, shoulder, yeah. shoulder, <laughs> shoulder, pu- shoulder charge a couple of people, you know, crotch shot another one, and uh, basically they made their way to the front of the queue, to the queue. They got it, 
they achieved their primary objective, not just for Freddie, but for Chris, uh, for Dave Sampson as well. So that was very awesome of them. And they even managed to grab some badges. And I won't lie, yeah. looking at the picture of the uh, the Iron Warriors badge, I, I may have got a little bit talk for treachery. Uh, very quickly, actually, if I'm honest. Uh, damn, that thing's sexy. And it's only a small badge, but, you know. That's true. And then there was high fives all around, uh, apparently some celebratory drinks at Bugman's. Which I can completely, completely understand. And, you know, well-deserved, boys, well-deserved. Um, but, yeah, so th- these guys started uh, sending us pictures through on Facebook chat, which used to work really, really well. Uh, Thank you. For doing so, these sort of things. So I was sitting there, dick in one hand, phone in another, and just waiting. Yeah. I was sat there with broken phone in one hand, mouse in the other, and just looking at myself going, well, this isn't going to be as fun as I thought it would be. Exactly. Uh, You're missing one hand. Yeah, I just need to grow a third hand or, you know. Yeah, see? Join Slanesh. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking about. Although I do have to say something. Forge World, God damn it! we want 20% of whatever. We don't. Freddy deserves 20% of whatever you guys decided to made in the end. Because, I'm sorry, a charity raffle to win a Warlord Titan? I think that's yeah. been trademarked already. I know, with the same fucking options. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> straight, seriously, guys. Straight after my upgrade. Seriously, what the hell? I mean, you know, we see it. We, you know, Freddy comes up with a good idea. I say we. Freddy comes up with a good idea. Spends the last, you know, three to six months pump, pimping that idea. And you come out and do it in a one-off on on the day of an open day what the hell i mean seriously yeah. show some freaking commitment you know put some time into it but that, that's flattery you know if well, it's a good idea they just gonna copy it this is true this is true but uh no they 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 went out and did their own um their own warlord raffle and i i haven't seen who won it i haven't seen it pop up online who's, no, who's actually, lucky enough to get it yeah i've been i've been trying to follow that but it, i don't know maybe they're drawing it later or something but i thought they were going to draw it on the day yeah, that was the impression I got. The guys were saying that they were drawing it on the day. But um, if anybody knows who it was, again, just hit us up via uh, Facebook Messenger or Gmail so we can give a shout-out and a well done uh, yeah. to whoever okay. picked it up. Because at the end of the day, you just got you just got yourself, you know, two-thirds of a – or a half or two-thirds of a four, of a um, 30K list right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, you're going to be wanting to roll out to 5,000, 10,000-point 10, games just to field that bad boy. Fuck you. Okay. But, uh, you know, the only way is up or escalation when it comes to heresy or, or de-escalation, depending on what sort of event you're playing at. But, hey, we we, go, we digress. But, you know, the, the good thing is uh, they did it for the kids as well with the raffle. So. Yeah, children oh. need a great charity um, over in the UK. So, well, well done for that. At least it's going it's going somewhere that's going to make some good use of it. Um, yeah. But then, so, go on. So you can't complain. No, you can't complain. You can always complain, but in reality, this is not something to complain about. No. Um, yeah, exactly. And then uh, the guys sent us a fantastic shot of the uh, new products that were actually available. So for all of you who had um, Bernie Bernie money in your pockets, uh, you managed to, you were able to get your hands on, uh, there's this Lord of the Rings thing called a shade. Yay. Um what? Yeah, I don't know. It's a Lord of the Rings model, apparently. I, th- I think Chris was saying earlier that the um, Lord of the Rings has been taken over by the Specialist Games, so it's going to start seeing some new life put back into it. So okay. there's a new uh, new model out, so very nice. Um, there were some red scorpion transfer sheets, which look very, very cool. Um, if they only would have done the fucking asterisk clause. Because yeah. I have the... I bought because they were going to go out of print, and I managed to, you know 
buy the last copy kind of thing. But Jesus, working even with Microsoft and Microsoft, they're so thick compared to the new ones. It's ridiculous. It's not even you can't. It's like night and day quality wise. I've, I, I totally agree, but I've got um, some vehicle transfer sheets and stuff which I've been hoarding because of all the uh, hazard stripes for my Iron Warriors. Yeah. And, and then I got the Iron Warriors transfer sheet, and I was like, uh, yeah, not going to bother with these now because the, the sheet is amazing, and sod it, I'd rather paint them on and use tape and stuff to mask it off because these things are just going to look chunky on there. Yeah, you know, it's just you're right. It's a night and day transformation in the, in the work, but again, but it, it's, be... it's kind of funny how you've seen it though, because if you if you compare the Astroclaw transfers and then you compare it to like uh, I have the first, well I have like three three sets of the first generation ones, which mm-hmm. is the like the world leaders, and they they're still fucking pretty good. And then I have uh, another set of transfers for the new new world leaders, the ones that just got released. Yeah. And they're even better. Uh, so you can see how it's like, fuck, it's getting better and better, the quality of the transfers. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of funny. Uh, well, not funny, but it's impressive, I think is the word I want to use here, that, what was it, maybe six, eight years ago, this wasn't even a game. This was just people kit-bashing together off the back of stories that had been released and the desire to play the game. And now we're on to like the third generation of things like transfers, which are very rarely... In 40k, for example, things that get updated. You know, you seem to get the same same transfers that you had five, six years ago in kits because it's not, you know, it's not something that, that sees a lot of attention. It's you know, frost walls with death, death, ice cream guns and stuff um, that get the attention and formations of formations of formations. Um, but in Heresy, they're they're upping their game every time with this stuff, and it's. You know. Yeah, it's like crazy. It's like uh, I, I used to, like when I was a kid, I used to do like uh, military models. Mm-hmm. And you got the Verlinden or whatever they called, like the, the really high, high-end high quality transfers and resin guys to upgrade your Tamiya kits. Yeah. And, and like it's now it's even better than them. So it's it's really taken a massive, like massive lift quality-wise. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we're going to start talking about some of the other stuff that came available in, in a bit more detail, but I'll run through it. Uh, there was some new uh, exclusive merchandise, so a Red Scorpion t-shirt, um, a Empirifus cup, another Empirifus cup, and something else, another Heresy um, cup that came out. Uh, so that's all merchandising goodness. The second of this year's uh, Forge World event uh, Warhammer exclusive models came out. So we had the Praetor Captain in Calafracti armor, first of all, or Praetor, sorry, in Calafracti armor. Uh, yeah. And this time they released the, uh, and very specifically, Traitor Cataphracti Librarian. So a very uh, specific... N- Night Lords. Well, he's, he's painted up as Night Lords, yeah, which I, I, like, yeah. I like the colouring on there, but I mean, I think he'd look beautiful as a Thousand Suns. And I can't remember who it was of, of the three lads who went out for us, but one of them suggested... Uh, if I was going to get it from my Night Lords, that I paint the demon yellow and do it with black hazard stripes. So they're basically <laughs> conjuring a hazard stripe demon, which I thought was a pretty cool idea, actually. Um, well, the, the only thing with the Thousand Sun, I don't think... I always pictured uh, them a bit more re- regal. Regal. Like, regal, sorry. It's okay. Beer number 13, you know. <laughs> uh, regal. And... Um, this one looks a bit more feral. Yeah, which is why I think he fits the um, the Night Lords very well. Uh, I think he'd also fit the Word Bearers very well. 
Um, uh, I think that was soup. But um, I've actually seen a conversion done online today. Uh, somebody has actually converted that model up to a um, room priest or whichever it is the oh the yeah, yeah one. Like which long hair and yeah yeah, yeah which looks really good. Um, you know, really good work on that one. Yeah. Um, to make that stand out, and I really like what what they did there. So um, yeah, good they, shout on that one. Yeah. Because I was uh, thinking from, like, if you remember the, the novels, I think it's uh, Thousand Sun, when uh, Ariman hangs around with his uh, space wolf mate. Yeah. Uh, I always pictured that one. And you remember when he has that big uh, wolf that comes and eats the demon that he's fighting with? Mm-hmm. So uh, I had a conversion in mind when you converted him into a room priest, but you make the demon and then you take one of those wolf heads kind of green stuff it into the demon so that it's kind of like a wolf running out of the head oh nice just to make it a part of the story that's very cool i like the sound of that i mean i i had the idea of taking that model and turning it into um beyond from um prospero burns and turning yep. it into uh beyond who would then become beyond the fell-handed and making that his you know, the sort of uh, where he's, he's getting attacked on uh, Prospero. Yeah, he, his hand turns bad. Yeah, but that's where he gets all, chopped all, off. All fucking Evil Dead style. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's um, such a ripoff. It, oh, I love it. It's brilliant, isn't it? I mean, let's be fair. That's very cool. If, if they do, one thing I have to say, if GW Forge World, they do anything, they, they do the film references and they do them really well. Yeah. Either they make it really nice and subtle or they go full-on, tongue-in-cheek, screw it, we're going for fun, like Sly Marlboro and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, they have fun with it. Um, but yeah, no, I was thinking of turning him into that, but I can't remember um, from Prospero Burns whether it says what sort of armour he wears. So I have a feeling he's probably power armour. Um, but no, I think it'll look cool either way. Um, but yeah, so they were out. Uh, we have the two uh, Mechanicum... Uh, Secretary units, the uh, Secretary uh, Paltats, uh, yep, and then the Secretary Hoplites, an upgrade kit. These are both upgrade kits to go on top of the uh, Admec kits that you can get. Yeah, the, the plastic GW yeah. kits. The plastic GW kits. I think it's the. I'm trying to remember which ones it is. The kits you actually use. Um, but yeah, they're out and available. Again, seeing some of the pictures of the guys of, uh, who. Well, put, you mean the Skitari? Yeah, the Skitari. That's it. It was uh, which ones of the Skitari kit? It, well, I think it's the. Um, oh shit! Which one are they? Uh, the the Hoplites you used the Skitari one. Yeah, it's yeah. This is Skitari. It's it's mainly the um, the Rangers kit. I think it's the Rangers or the Vanguard kits you're using for them. Uh, not the infiltrators because the infiltrators have got the sort of robo legs. Um, so these ones are, are more the humanoid legs. Uh, <laughs> less less robo legs. Yeah, a little less robo legs than, than the future. Um, so those guys come out and they, they are looking very, very nice. Um, I really like them and I have no idea if I'll ever have an army that requires them, but I will try and find a way of fitting them in there somehow. You only need a Titan, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get there. It's on the shopping list somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting more and more into fuck. I need a Titan. <laughs> Just buy more raffle tickets and win your own. Uh no, I, I, I've already said I can't win my own raffle, but I'm, I'm getting tempted to kind of like it, it's gonna be one of my my thing. Like if if I go on like once we do that uh, airbrush painting course, yeah, 
I'm definitely going to be like, once I, I feel I'm confident enough with an airbrush, I'm definitely going to get a Titan. Yeah, I must admit, I'm, I'm somewhere between, I think a Warlord would be too big. Um, yeah, for, I want to get a, a Reaver. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking either between a, war, a Reaver or some form of Warhound, one of the patterns of Warhound. Uh, I think a Reaver would be more fun because it's it's not one you see that often. Yeah, you see you see a lot of people with warhounds. I mean, Chris has got a warhound. He challenged me to build one, and I'm still planning on doing that at some point. But um, no, the Reaver Reaver could be a lot of fun just to have something different to everybody. But yeah, I, I want a Titan as well at some point. Uh, I'm saying this quietly so my wife doesn't hear it because she actually knows how much they cost, and I really don't want a knife in my back from. See, you know. see, you you've done something wrong now. Yeah, well, she's she's. It's it's one one of the the tricks of the trades. Women can never like none of your spouses or you know dudes looking for dudes that doesn't war game. If you have like one of your spouse, they should never ever know the true cost of war gaming. Yeah, well, here's the problem or the 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 problem the issue whatever. My my wife is a gamer, so she actually knows how this shit works. <laughs> so well, see see what you did wrong there. Yeah, yeah, I just married a very, very cute-looking Danish girl who happened to be into my hobbies and stuff. Yeah, it was such a bad idea of me. Uh, That's good. When are you going to get alone time? I get alone time now when I'm podcasting, which is why I hobby when I podcast. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. You were supposed that. to hobby with her. Yeah, that I, too. I, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to tell. <laughs> oh, dude, not cool, man. Not cool <laughs> at all. Um, okay, moving on. So the last two, the, the two big boys that got dropped. Um, well, there's three, I suppose. There was the landing pad, the new um, new landing pad tile. Yeah, fuck. Oh, which is pretty. Very pretty. And then, you know, once you've got the landing pad tile, you need somebody to go on top of that. So the SoCal pad and Stormbird dropped. Not literally, because... Christ, that would have shattered into pieces. But the kit is huge, and we'll talk about that in more detail in a minute. And then there's the the last kit, and I'm waiting for the next episode of The Eye of Horrors to find out if Michael actually pulled the trigger or not, because uh, there is the Legion Mastodon Heavy Assault Transport. Fuck yeah. Oh, my God, that thing is beautiful. Anyway, before, before I need to uh, get some new pants, uh, let's move on from that. Uh, I've already done three pants swaps. I, I'm thinking moving down to the laundry, just having the uh, washing machine and tumble dryer going on when we do stuff like this. Now, see, now you start to understand I get it. why I hobby in the laundry. I totally understand that, man. I totally do. Um, it's it's just, that plastic it's just me, like a uh, tumble dryer, a washing machine, and like some, you know, three or four tissue boxes. <laughs> what can I say? You're, you're, you're ready to be talked to treachery. That's all yeah, I can no, say. Yeah, hobby hard. That's how we do it. Um, uh, there's there's some great pictures of the guys who actually picked up the um, the Mastodons and Stormbirds in the front queue, and honestly, I'm wondering which one of them's buying for recasting. But um, that that's just <laughs> disparaging the people who may be doing it. Um, I think there was a sigh of relief once there was a uh, the picture of the stack of books available as well. Um, yeah, because the rumor was going like, oh, there's a hundred. No, there's like ten. No, there's twenty five. No, there's none. Everyone's like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Everybody panic. Panic. We everybody. need the black books. Yeah, everybody panic, you know. But, uh, yeah, so well, luckily enough, there was a fair supply there, and the guys were able to sort that out and uh, pick up pick up the books as required. Um, and I'm now much poorer. Yeah, but think <laughs> of the happiness that's involved. 
Oh, I did. I did. <laughs> Constantly, hence the laundry Con- room. Hence the laundry room. Um, the guys were good enough to take some really awesome pictures of just of Warhammer World and the sort of the show off tables that they had there. There's some. Uh, if you go and have a look on the photo album on our, our page, the Forge World Open Day 2016 album, you can see what we're looking at right now. I think one of them is like supposed to be uh, an Istvan board um, play on. Yeah. Uh, um, open for play, and then there's a fantastic. Uh, I think it's fantastic anyway. Um, board on the realm of battle uh, tables. The what do you call it? Oh, not not the open ground one, but the cityscape one. Um, they've put like two of those boards together, and there's titans lined up on there. So you've got. Like, oh yeah, the big titan game they were playing. Yeah. I think they were doing like a titan off. Yeah, it's, it looks like you look. You look at some of the pictures. It looks like the. Uh, the old uh, Titanicus setup with the um, kill points and the box damage, damage boxes and stuff, uh, locations and all that sort of jazz, which looks quite cool. And they were using gigantic dice, so they got the scale right. But um, there's warlords in there, there's reavers in there, there's warhounds in there. You know, they've gone, they went full out for that, and there's some beautiful pictures of it. It's full Titan. Oh yeah, it's 100% Titan all the way. And I love the fact there's a beautiful picture of the um, Legio Mortis, uh, one of the Legio Mortis Titans in there. Um, Fuck yeah. Which I think is just absolutely gorgeous uh, color scheme, I must admit. I, I love the red, black, and gold on there. Um, plus the heat damage on the weapon. The heat the heat, heat damage, whatever it is on the weapons, looks stunning. But um, can't expect anything less, really. No. Um, the boys did a fantastic job as well of picking up a lot of the... Um, the pictures from the i think they were doing a golden demon there um yep yeah the one uh you know with all the titans and stuff and i think the the guy that won was the i've been following him on facebook i can't remember his name now but the guy that put all the lead lights in the in his warlord titan yeah that one uh, the smoke and powering up and shit oh that was just awesome stuff and there's some pictures of it there and there's like madness i can't even put like <laughs> a normal kit together. <laughs> I was going to say, I have a hard time changing light bulbs occasionally, so I mean, I, I wouldn't even want to try and put LEDs in there. But um, there's some just a couple of the opening images. If you look through the album, you've got like some brilliant work by Andy Wardle, his uh, Knight Acheron. There's some fantastic stuff. I mean, a lot of this stuff has been painted by guys who have been on the um, MKA course, yeah, Matt Kane's course, which uh, may or not, may not have something to do with our future events, but you know, that would be telling. Um, but there are some seriously beautiful models. Um, there's a lovely Death Guard Snippy Claw um, Leviathan that I'm looking at right now, and he's just like, dude, come at me. <laughs> it's got that look of him. It's like, come at me, bro. It's like, no, you're good, man. You're good. I'll just let you have that. <laughs> just like like it should be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, yeah, there's just uh, there's this fantastic picture of the um, the Titan with the effects and the LEDs, and, you know, there's some beautiful stuff on there. Um also, again, more, lots of pictures, really lots of fantastic pictures of work that people have put together, painted some, you know, there's, uh, what is it, Typhons, um, Thalax, uh, Primarchs. It's just loads. If, if nothing else, have a look at this album just to get a scope of the painting quality that was in these entries and what was done. Um, and there's, I mean, I think somebody's put in, that looks like a Chaos Dwarf. Maybe I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe Chaos Dwarf is a, a sort of a, a squat lord. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Some contempt to work. I mean, it's just some really awesome work in there. That's uh, really cool. 
Yeah, and they had a, they had a lot of fun taking pictures of that. And somebody, they've, they've GW even gone one step, you know, Forge World got one step towards being just so cool, it's unbelievable. They've put out old school Marines. Yeah, I know. I saw like all those second head and yeah, I've <laughs> I've got a stack of those plastic so cool. plastic Marines and bolters and the heavy weapons dudes. And I'm so tempted to take the heavy weapons and turn them into havocs. Yeah. But they don't have enough hip like movement in the hips to do the underslung weapons that I can see. So I, I don't know. I'll have a play around with them because I've got I've got about four or five of them I could convert over. Yeah, uh, and and uh, the, one of my personal favorites uh, yeah. was like the old school Space Hulk and the old school Emperor versus Horus diorama. Oh, they are so, yeah, and this They're is so cool. This is I tell you what I've said it before. The whole that Emperor versus Horus. Um, diorama was really what got me interested in the heresy in the first place but because that was just like what is this this is just like so beyond cool uh, I mean you look at the scale of everything now and you go okay the scale's completely off and whatever with how they've taken the direction but yeah. it's just I mean I think the fun, the best part of that whole thing for me was actually Sanguinius you know somebody went about and put this model together Sanguinius and I don't know. It just it just seemed right the way they put him together, uh, yeah. From the models that are available and everything, and it's it's so cool. And if you actually, if memory serves, um, again, go ahead and look at the miniature. It's absolutely superb. Um, there, if if we could, if you could find an old three sixty or, or lower lower angle pictures, you've got Emperor the Emperor coming up the stairs with Sanguinius and Horus, and Horus is up by his throne. And on the on the sort of ground level, you've got like this corn um, marine that's been yeah, dead berserkers. Yeah, but if you if memory serves, if you actually look underneath the the um, the level there, there's actually a couple of imperial guardsmen or an imperial guardsman, which I think is meant to be um, Elias Elias uh, Elias Pearson, old Pearson, who is uh, if you actually follow the story, he's one of the um, uh, what do you call uh, Eternals? What are they called in the um, in the fluff? Uh, perpetuals. Um, and the he's supposed to be the patron saint of the Imperial Guard um, because uh, he's the one that made a chink in the armor. Yeah, it's, it's kind of the fluff. Kind of varies between Sanguinius and Old Person um, to who made the chink. Um, if nothing else, he's credited with effectively fixing bayonets and charging Horus and getting absolutely wiped out of existence by Horus, giving the Emperor enough time to regroup and actually, you know, psychically wipe out Horus. So he's, he's kind of... Um, he's a wild card in the whole thing, but he's fluff-based and he's there. He's and It's just nice because I remember rightly, he's at, you get this sort of feeling that's who is hiding under there waiting for that moment to actually step up and fix bayonets yeah so it's worth having a look for some more pictures of this just... and the best is like the the fucking uh, the corn berserker he's mm -hmm. the or remember when you got i think like in white dwarf you got a free plastic one and then yeah. suddenly they came out in boxes yeah yeah it was that it's sort of that press that is it's kind of like the first time when they went over to proper plastics but it was the um it was the same style as the metal ones where it was all sort of one model, but they managed to work it into press fit in some parts and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was, that was very cool. Um, 
so yeah, if, seriously, if you get time, go and have a look for some old pictures of this and see see what I'm. I'll even see if I can dig some out online and uh, put them on our uh, timeline so people can see it. The boys then had a quick wander around and had a look at the uh, the dioramas and some of the models painted up by the studio. I mean, there's awesome close up of um, Conrad Kurz, which makes me want to play Night Lords even more. And then for uh, for for our, our podcast, you've got Ferris Manus and Fulgrim going off against each other. So that's Chris and Freddie covered. Yeah, it's it's, it's so good to see like the how how they. Like, I love seeing, it's not that often you see those two Primark models together, but, you know, you can see how they thought, like, how they thought about it, and it looks really nice together. Yeah, and it gives me it gives me hope that the Knights Errant models are going to join up together in some sort of awesome bro team model <laughs> at some point. Otherwise, why have they got such gigantic fecking bases? Bro-Rama. Bro-Rama, yeah. Bro, the ultimate bro team. Uh, <laughs> you know, the Pathfinders or whatever you want to whatever incarnation they come up in. Um, and then there's some great close-up, uh, again, miniatures shots of what's been painted by the, I'm guessing by the Forge World painting team, like the uh, different things. Some fantastic freehand work on a Raven Guard um, speeder. Loads of Solar Auxilia, which is just stunning. Uh, so- we, all, we always love the Solar Auxilia. Oh, we do. And after the after that episode with uh, Spence, even love them more. even more. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Can't get enough. No, 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 no. They, they, they you know, definitely can't get enough of the essay. Um, but yeah, seriously, there's just loads and loads of photos by these guys. It's fantastic models. Loving the pictures of the Iron Warrior stuff on there. I mean, that's that's my personal favourite. Um, but that's kind of a given. Um, there's a couple of casual glaive shots in there for Jens from the uh, Northern Heresy, so he can get his casual glaive on. Um, some really nice world eaters, and again, just lots of pictures of like the um, Istvan Five. There's the Istvan Five diorama with Ferris going off against uh, um, Fulgrim, and yeah, and I'm just trying to click through the album to make sure I don't miss anything to sort of tell you guys what's in there. I mean, go look at it yourself. Um, but, yeah, uh, definitely worth it. Yeah, and the funny thing is, apparently there's lots of little gems hidden in and around these dioramas. If you get to see them in person, like some fun things to go and look at, um, you know, like different marines and uh, the, apparently the, the the sort of urban legend is there's a Where's Waldo marine uh, <laughs> in there somewhere in pretty much every diorama. I don't know how true that is, but I, I kind of like to think that somebody's got that sort of sense of humour there. Um, so that's pretty sweet. Um, so yeah there's, there's some great things I think really we need to start moving on to sort of talking about what was released and I'm gonna I'm gonna start with some color plates actually uh, because looking at the album that's what we're coming across first and these are color plates from Inferno book seven and Jesus motherfucking fucking Christ, Christ. yeah <laughs> so, just when you think it's safe to go to continue with your army fuck me they drop some beautiful color plates and you go yeah actually <laughs> Like just a freaking thousand sun land raider. Oh uh, man, don't even. Yeah, All like, I can, it's it's madness. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this. I love the space wheels, the route, what they've gone there. But for some reason, it's just the red, again. It's that red, black, and gold combination that just makes you go. Oh. Fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, and I must admit, it's a lot less um, blinged out than I expected. I don't know what I was expecting, but when I looked at it, I went, okay, that's a lot more toned down than I, than what my brain had sort of prepared me for. Um, 
I was expecting a lot more like mystical symbols and way more Egyptian themed stuff on there. I mean, yes, they've got the scarabs and uh, some of the other bits and pieces, but I was expecting it to be a lot heavier. And I'm, I'm kind of really happy to see that on a personal note. I don't yeah, know it's just that. Per- perfect fucking balance. It's like they've nailed it. It's just like I pictured it in my head when I read the books. Mm. Like the Thousand Sons and Prosper Burns. And it's yeah. just, oh, God. I- I, I'm, I must be. I think, I think you're right there. For me, it's kind of nailed that. But I, I was always hesitant, thinking maybe somebody's going to go a step too far and just take one, one little foot forward, one, one extra bling. <laughs> yeah, one extra bling that goes from oh, that's pretty to oh my god, you're a chav. It's like um, you need you need five five scarabs on this side and another yeah. twenty on that side. Yeah, and we're going to replace all the reinforcement studs with scarabs, and you know. <laughs> It'll go a bit crazy. I mean, it had that potential, especially when you saw the upgrade kits for the first time and the Contemptor and stuff like that. And you think, okay, it's going to be all, you know, walk like an Egyptian kind of crazy. But they didn't do that. And I'm I'm really happy to see that. Um, Next color plate I'm looking at is the actually Thousand Suns Marine uh, Mark IV Marine with the upgrade. Wow. Which is good. Like Like the the upgrade. I actually love the new uh, Thousands on Upgrades kits uh, yep. because it's it's just balanced. Like, it's not too much. It's not more than any other Legion. So it, it, it's still individual, but it's not, like, overdone. It's definitely definitely not even close to Thousand Sons in 40K. So no, which is good. Which, yeah, exactly. So it's... it's uh, yeah, it, it's just feel that picture I had in my head when I was reading about him. And mm-hmm. so I can't complain. Like, I'm fucking in love with this shit. Yeah. I just hate, hate my friend Pele that's fucking bagged the Legion. So. <laughs> fucking asshole bags Night Lords and Thousand Sons. It's not fair. Got to be quicker on the draw there, Freddy. You really have to be quicker on that, man. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm trying. I, I think that you're not allowed to bag one until you have fully painted, but... Uh, make it a rule, man. Make it a rule. Make it legit. <laughs> I should do. You should, should do. do. Uh, if, not, if nothing else, claim Custodes or something now, you know, before they oh, yeah. hit. <laughs> I claim everything else now. Okay, Freddie. Freddie, other units in the world. Freddie has licked it, therefore they are his. Yeah. Exactly. No one else can play them. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to see this. Yeah, the the Space Wolves color plates are really nice as well. The um, yeah, okay. the Sokar pattern Stormbird, um, much more muted grays, the dark reds. Yeah, uh, and once again, the one thing I love is like they're not overboard with the pelts and shit. Yeah. They 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 still kind of feel like the arm armor is useful, not fucking riding wolves and whatnot. Yeah. yeah, they've got a much more for me. They've got much more, almost a much more Celtic feel with the knotwork and stuff. Yeah. A little bit more Celtic than Norse, the way they they go to. Um, but I tell you what, I do love is that the Terminator color plate isn't cataphracti; it's Tartarus. Yeah. Yeah. which fits so much more in my head with the Space Wolves being an assault legion and a very aggressive um, forward legion that they would go with, uh, again, in my head, they'd go with more Tartarus than um, Cataphracti, uh, yeah. if they can get their hands on it. Um, and again, like you say, there's not a huge amount of pelting. There's a couple of teeth here and there. Um, there's a lot of gold work actually done, which is why I was looking at like the the more Celtic-y style with the sort of inlaid... Um, stuff there but again that works for the the viking theme as well there's there's sort of you know it can go either way um yeah 
And I think that's looking. And then you've got the guys in, uh, again, the Mark IV dude looking very nice. Again, very muted on the whole um, extra gubbins. Um, I'm I'm kind of glad they did this guy without the, um, what do you call it, without the sort of dual wolf head uh, chest plating that they did um, on the upgrade kits. Because I, I'm, I'm sorry to say I'm not a big fan of that um, the, the the wolf heads on there because it's just too close to 40k for me. Yeah. But again, that's my personal preference, and you know, people may may be out there and absolutely love it. But I like the fact that the color plate isn't showing that right now. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it feels a bit more mellow and mm. and, and actually looks more savage. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It feels less forced um, to me. Um, and then you've got the Leviathan, the Leviathan with Snippy Claw and Melter Lance, which just, again, I, I think people are going to have a hell of a lot of fun with freehand and stuff with these guys, surprisingly. Uh, again, it's not, not a Legion I would have thought would be uh, freehand um, territory. But looking at the knotwork and everything they've put on the, the Leviathan, I mean, you just go crazy with that shit i think yeah it looks brutal yeah and it look again muted colors it doesn't look doesn't look bright and almost sky blue they've gone for that really sort of dark color no it, it, it like hits the mark it feels like it feels like they they couldn't even be bothered with like having a painting scheme for their armor they just going for fully functional so they just have that you know ceramite gray straight out of the fucking forges they're like don't give me any fucking bling yeah. we are we are like the the wolves of the emperor so yeah it feels predatory that's the word yeah. I'm, I'm looking for it feels like something a predator would wear and, yeah. and not the mandible clicking dude um, although i've just recently rewatched that film for like the fifth time in two weeks it's, <laughs> it doesn't get bad it doesn't get boring it's just a great film but it feels kind of, you know the dark colors yes there's bling on there yes there's identification but it just feels like they're stripped down to get to a fight yeah so like uh, in, in 40k i think it's way overdone but the way if you look at these color plates the the thing i love is like first of all they have the armor it's like super functional the gray is like factory gray it's yeah. not one of those with weird blue grays, but it's factory gray. It means like they don't give a fucking shit about ornamenting their armors like in an artificial, like an artificer sort of way. Yeah. But then everything they have put on, it's not over the top, but it's sort of like small trinkets and shit that they have, you know, like normal soldier soldiers charms. Yeah, and and that's about it. Yeah, and it's you know you can imagine little things being added on there to ward off the Maleficarum and yeah. stuff like that, that would make sense um, with the Space Wolves. Again, like you say, when you listen to the read, listen to Prospero and stuff like that, there's, you know, there is that essence to them that they are very down to earth. Yeah. I think is the phrase I'm looking for. Um, next plate I'm looking at, which again is, I don't know. My immediate thought was somewhere between um, a Big Daddy from Bioshock and a bit of a Robbie the Robot look. Um, but now I look more and more at it. It's the um, Thousand Suns Allied Mechanicum, and they've got a special name. And for the love of God, I can't remember which one it is. Oh, um, uh, yeah, it's from the book. Yes, and it's killing me that I can't remember who it is, what their name is. 
Oh, I can't remember that either, but it's like a special household. Yeah. And but they, in the boogie, he has like heaps of phalanx or, or Ursarax or whatever. The domitars like, and... Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, the, the color scheme, this is where there's a lot of bling, as in there's a lot of gold on this. But surprisingly, it works. On the Again, on the color plate, there's some really nice detailing on the shoulder plates, which I think, again, people are going to have a lot of fun with freehand on this and really be able to go to town on these sorts of accent pieces. And I think it's, it just looks really, really nice. Um, so, I mean, a hell of a lot of inspiration. I know people have been waiting a long time for this sort of stuff to come out properly. And something tells me that it's going to be worth the wait, man. It's going to be worth it all coming out. Yeah. Well, it feels very, like, true to the books as well. Yeah. Like, and it's it's so cool. And, like, I just like the, the green with the sort of inscriptions and shit it, it's just it's like a nice break to the red but it doesn't make them you know feel apart from the rest of the legion for some reason yeah it, it's you know it's got the gold in there to tie them in it's got the free hand to tie them in but it makes them stand out that little bit on their own um so yeah. there, there is that identity of them being you know a house and their own sort of thing but if you put them down on the gaming surface they're still going to be part of the same army so they're going to make sense yeah. So I mean, just the the artwork alone that, that that's been put out this weekend is just absolutely inspiring. And you know, again, thank you to the guys for getting the pictures of this. Um, I think then, sort of looking at the album, the next thing to sort of move on to is probably the uh, some of the new model pieces that were released. Uh, so, for example, we've got some upgrades to the Daradeo available. Lads cannons on the Daradeo. Um, don't know about this one. Um, uh, I, I, I quite like it because I thought that it needed some sort of punch. Yeah. Because it wasn't really like with the auto cannons, they were kind of okay. But, you know, fuck, I was always thinking it, it would be better to have a Mortis Dreadnought with uh, dual last cannons. Okay. You know, if, if you really want that anti-air anti super roll thing yeah. that you actually used it there a day for. Yeah. And now you have the last cannons, and you're actually suddenly you become. And the last cannons, the the little thing I've heard about the rules, they're fucking nasty. So, what are they? Uh, strength nine, AP two, something like the standard last cannon profile, or are they slightly better? Or no, I think they're slightly better. But don't quote me on that. But uh-huh. I'm pretty sure they're slightly better. Awesome. But 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 the the thing is like, it's supposed to be a support chassis, mm-hmm. long range support chassis. You have the Leviathan, which is kind of up in your face. Oh God, and, is it up in your face? Yeah, I know. And then you have this one that's supposed to be, you know, fighting, you know, range battle uh, way back in the line. You're supporting your the rest of your dreadnoughts going forward. Yeah. And okay, the plasma cannons, even though people don't like them, at least that's kind of you know you walk you're getting towards the right way. You're having a, a kind of a support uh, dreadnought. But now with the last cannons, I'm just, you know, I hope once they finalize the rules, they make them way better than normal last cannons somehow. Yeah, are you feel are you feeling that right now? Is what you're saying? I'm I'm feel I'm hoping, <laughs> but I I feel like that because I want I want the Derradeo to kind of become the support chassis it deserves to be. Yeah, the Leviathan is it's kind of you know the same dreadnought pattern, but. You know, they have the four plus invulnerable save. It's kind of up in your face, same armor sort of thing. But I, I wanted their day to pack some fucking nasty punch. And so far, the Leviathan packs better punch, even on range. 
Like even their their cannons are better. Yeah, I mean they they are better. Unfortunately, they are better. I mean they've they've got the the, the punch that you kind of need. But yeah, I, I can see what you mean. I mean just for me, it it because immediately... I, I don't want I don't want you to pick like the fucking shooty Leviathan. I want, mm. If you want to go for a shooty option, you should pick the fucking shooty Derideo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I mean, but again, it's that definition of shooty, I guess. It's more the the long range shooty is the Derideo. Yeah. Um, and then you've got the Contemptor Mortis as sort of the in between options with like the twin carries or twin auto cannons, and then you've got the uh, Leviathan, which has the short range Melter Lance and you know um, Destructo Mass Mahusive quad barrel auto cannon which is basically for getting up in people's shit and tearing them several new ones yeah but i use so far right now people tend to pick the mortis because it's a better cost efficient way to get fire support yeah and it, it kind of is so you kind of uh, i don't know anyway moving on moving on to the next part again daradeo you're looking at the uh pervase um upgrade which is uh now got a, a modeled piece for it um, good. Honestly, I, I don't know what the pervase is as far as the rules concerned. Can you enlighten me on that, Freddie? Or uh, isn't that the, the extra shield? I think so. I think that's it's like a shield generator, um, and that, that's my guess. I don't. I honestly, because I haven't, I haven't, I don't own the model, and I haven't looked at getting the model. I haven't really spent much time looking at its rules. So my apologies right now. Um, well, I, I have one for my imperial. Uh, Emperor's Children, but I haven't put it together, or or Chris haven't put it together, I say, because I haven't, until now, really seen a need for it. But now I just I just want it because it's you know it should should be fielded because it feels good. And it's freaking awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know it's freaking awesome. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm actually just trying to see if I can click through to it and see if I can find it on the um, on the uh, red book and see if I've got it uh, nearby. But, uh, yeah, that might take me a little longer than it's good for radio. So uh, maybe I can come back to that in a minute. But it's nice yeah. to see It's nice to see that they put the um, upgrade out there. And it's, yeah, no, uh, it's, it's good available. that they's, they're like, they don't just do like what happens very regularly in 40K is that they give all these options and then they end up, you know, because they're releasing new models, they don't give the fucking upgrade options. Yeah, so you, get, you basically get stuck with... Um, having to model something up and you know it's nice again it's again i will say this i I honestly think it's that that slight difference between forge world and gw is where they actually think about this shit and they go we respect our players we're going to go and put that out there that's my personal personal opinion on what they do it's good that they revisit like models they've already released and make sure that yeah there's cool stuff they make sure that all the options are actually available yeah um, I'm just trying to see if I can find it. Do, 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 and of do. course they will there make money out of it. So yeah, yeah and they, they, you know, they'll make money out of it, and it's, it's never a bad thing. Um, yeah, the automatic pervase is a is a shield generator. Just to go over the rules, it gives a four plus invulnerable against shooting attacks and grants friendly infantry within three inches of it its base a six plus against shooting attacks or boosts an invulnerable save they already have by one. So if you want to be a complete bastard um, or Iron Warriors player, as I look at it, you take one of these guys with a shield generator and some nasty uh, shooty shooty stuff. And then you basically um, walk a unit of siege tyrants around him. And that way you get um, a two plus three plus unit 
with the shield generator with some heavy support as well. Or if you're Iron Hands, you get a cyber familiar, so you get two plus. Two plus, yeah. Well, that's just being cheesy. That's all I'm saying. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to fill in for Chris here. Well, yeah, there is that as well. <laughs> um, then there's the the we're looking at the uh, Ursrax uh, that came out recently. They were an update uh, or released literally about two two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, I think. Yep. Um, From they, our Ursrax Ursrax episode. Yes, the the uh, yeah the many Ursrax episode um, and. Yeah, but he's not allowed to talk about Ursrax anymore because you know he's still in the box of shame for not finishing his Mechanicum. Yeah, and I'm not allowed to talk about the, um, the those guys who I like to talk about a lot either, am I? So no, not until you buy some. Which, which, believe me, is on my list of things to buy, as everything else is. If I'm honest. Anyway, um, moving on, moving on. Um, I want to get this one out of the way because I think it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> Mastodon. Uh, fuck yeah. Oh my god, it looks so awesome. Um, There's the shit. Yeah, and they've really done it. I mean, I've seen some of the pictures. I think it was Garrow. Um, shout out to Garrow for his coverage as well. It's always top notch. Um, he did, uh, he had a look at the. Um, they did an unboxing of it and there's some pictures uh on his uh facebook page of the unboxing and scarily the the actual instructions so show a hell of a lot of small pieces for this however they've been really smart and they've pretty much cast all the track sections as one be uh, each side as one large lump of resin so you're not putting two or three sections together to make the the uh you know track frames and the sides all look pretty decently cast and you know there's some there's some really good um thought gone into how to i mean it's forge world it's what they do but they've really put some thought into how to make this one this kit work for yeah. such a large piece of resin and it, you know there's no knocking this thing is an absolute powerhouse of resin um, it's up there with, in my head, it's sort of up there with these big, all these big kits there, the Warlord, the, the, the so-called Pattern Stormbird. The weight on it alone must be crazy. Yeah, but it, it, it's good though, because you know the, the problem is when it's uh, these boxy big resin kits, it's it's hard to, you know, if you get warped or bent or anything, it's hard to try to straighten them even with like basic tools. So, yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, they're really good at uh, Forge World are really good at supporting that as well. So we've got to respect them on that one. They're really good yeah. at doing the support on that. Um, I'm just having a look now. I'm actually trying to see if I can get some uh, have a right. quick look at, um, at Garrow's page. Actually, see if I can actually find the um, uh, find the uh, the unboxing. There it is. Uh, just having a look at the the unboxing of it all and. You know, surprisingly, as I say, once you've got the big parts in there, they're not bad kits. Um, the, and the instructions look really good. They've really gone to town on things like the instructions now. They're getting much better on these things. Yeah, that's good because uh, it used to be one of the few issues I had that some of the instructions was really fucking. <laughs> it's like solving a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, very much so. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, some of the original night kits were apparently um yeah, intriguing well, it was just like here's a bit of all the bits and here's a bit of the finished knights pointing like little 
lines on the bits. It's like, oh, okay, well, how the fuck did you, which order did you put this together? And yeah, you kind of have sense. to make it up as you go along and yeah. you know, <laughs> try and try and get it to work for you. But uh, but you uh, know, in the defense, they they did normally write like into like really serious. Kid is made for like serious hardcore modelers. So. Yeah, yeah, we can't can't argue that much. Um, well, we can always argue, but really shouldn't. But, but normally there was always like someone on YouTube that's done it. Yeah, lean on. Psst, which is always a good thing about the community because we always back each other up. So yeah. that's good. Which, uh, which I which I think that Fortune should really look into having assembly videos. Yeah, I think it'd be a good avenue for them actually. So Forge World, yeah. think about it. Come on. Yeah, because they they already start like working with resin and stuff, and that's a really good video. It is. And I, yeah. and I was thinking like even if they had like the instructions, just did videos for each of their kits that they're selling. Maybe not like the easy ones, but like not like normal miniatures or whatever. But you know the the big models that it costs a lot of money. Like you you buy a warlord, it's fucking expensive. If you you should really have like an instruction video for that. Yeah, definitely. Actually, if you want, if you do buy a warlord and you want an instruction f- uh, video for it, I'm just going to mention uh, Dave Taylor Miniatures. Um, Dave Taylor's got a, a YouTube channel, and it's worth having a look because he did he put a warlord together and painted it up for I want to say Adepticon. Um, was it Adepticon that Janice got painted up at? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's a, it's Adepticon. He did a he put one together, and his channel has got the whole assembly and painting and stuff on there. It's like a twenty three video part series, so it's worth having a look at those if you've got something like the Warlord or or any of the big kits really, because he talks a lot about how to put them together and how to how to make them work. So take yeah. a good look at that stuff. Well, I still think that Fortress should do some because. Besides uh, helping out the people that buy them, mm-hmm. it's going to be like massive uh, commercial for the guys that wants to buy them because they're going to see, ah, this is not as intimidated to put together as I thought. Yeah. Uh, and it's going to increase their sales for sure. No, I think you're right there, Freddie. And I think if they listen to this, I'd like 20% of whatever it's worth. But um, <laughs> the likelihood is we, we won't see that. Um, so, yeah, the, the Mastodon, uh, again, having had a look at the rules, oh, it's pretty it's so much fun um and so i've I've actually seen some people knocking it online it's like it's over it's just too crazy it doesn't make any sense why would you have something like that's basically a glorified tunnel and i'm like have you seen what it can do just the weapons on it alone are brutal yeah Uh, no it's it's cool it's it's a, a rolling yeah it's a rolling tunnel but what you can deliver with that and you know by the time it gets up to your opponent, it's still going. You basically drop a whole world of hurt in it. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's the assault carrier. <laughs> it is. I mean, you look, you've got the Meltor Array, two Sponson Heavy Flamers, two Sponson Laz Cannons, a, a turret-mounted Sky Reaper battery. Um, you know, it's got Armored Ceramite. It's all types of fun. Uh, I mean, the Sky Reaper is basically, I mean, this thing's an anti-air option as well in and of itself. Not only is it a super heavy with a transport capacity, I mean, it's 700 points, so it's got to be able to do something. But it's it's rocking. It's an assault vehicle. It's it's able to overwatch. Uh, it's got a reinforced shell. It's got void shields. 
It's got uh, the Sky, the Sky Reaper battery strength seven, AP four, heavy five, Sky Skyfire twin linked interceptor. Yep. I mean, Jesus Christ. Um, you know, this thing's this thing is brutal. Um, it's good. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to be one shotted by the Krakens. No, no, you don't. And you know, I mean, hell, looking at the so called so called pattern Stormbird, that's that's pretty nasty as well and we'll get to that when we get to it but uh, anyway yeah so this is going to turn into my iron circle talk again otherwise <laughs> um there is then this we're looking at some pictures of the new knight chassis the giganto knight that has feck off gigantic gun options on it uh it's so sexy i remember these from epic or was it like uh Titan Legion, not Titan Legion. What was that like? Where the Imperator was in? Uh, Legio Titanicus. Is that the one? Is that the the epic game where? I Emperor... think it is. I think it is. Um, I would have to. Actually you got you Google got it. like an Imperator. You got some knights, and then you had the two. Uh, you had like gargants. Or... Yeah, it was that. Uh, yeah, you had the or the was it the one you had the orc gargant in there as well. Yeah, there like was two orc gargants, and there was an Imperator, and then like a unit of knights. Yeah. I think it's Titanicus, yeah. Because yeah, I remember that's like when they started doing knights. And they yeah. released the, the knight set and then this big fucking massive hunchback. They obviously only sold in metal. Yeah. What's this model? And now it's in fucking 28 mil. Madness. <laughs> so in other words, it's fucking huge. It is um, fucking huge. And, it's and fucking we love cool. that. And we love that so many times over. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, the, uh, the sort of the Forge World, um, uh, table where they've got it painted up, it, it just, it's Colossus. I mean, it stands taller than the Sarastas chassis. Um, yeah, big is uh, beautiful. Oh yeah, it's all about, it's all about length and girth, and this thing has it both in spades. Fuck um, yeah. And apparently it could almost go to, 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 to uh, fucking Warhound. Yeah, I think this is this is kind of the long range uh, anti warhound is how I'm kind of I'm getting the feeling of it um, to be able to to sort of shoot those sort of things down before they get in your face. I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Um, there's a really nice picture of um, a snapshot of the uh, of Lehman Russ, uh, work in progress snap of Lehman Russ, um, where he's you got the uh, uh, the same sort of photo setup that we had from the last event, but you see his uh, more work on completed work on his sword and the axe in his bat in his other hand. Um, again, a lot of people seem disappointed that he's not not rocking a beard. Um, having re-listened to the uh, to some of the audio dramas with him in, I'm not so sad anymore. I was originally, but I'm not so sad anymore because it, it, he seems to fit him very nicely now um, in my head. Yeah. I never pictured him with the beard. I think it's more the the sort of classic uh, 40k Space Wolf look, where because he didn't have a beard in like I remember you could buy him back in the day, and then he didn't have a beard like when I was playing Rogue Trader. Yeah, again, it's just the the, the current take on how he looks. Basically, I think that it's the the sort of the sort of uh, for me, it's how people uh, how it's he's imagined from like a 40k perspective. Um, of a wolf lord or you know who they all seem to have beards and they all have no Ragnar Blackmane or what the fuck he was called didn't have a beard 
Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe I'm corrected there, but it's just the feeling I get that it's just a modern mis- it's modern misconception of what he what he looks like because that's kind of space wolves in inverted commas, uh, in air quotes. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, uh, lovely picture of him again. Lots of lots more shots of the uh, painting competition um, put in there. There's some. Uh, let's have a look. Ultramarine upgrades. Yeah, the breacher upgrades. Breacher shields, very nice. Can we please get the rest of the legions now? Uh, Be nice. Yeah, because you know it's not like the ultramarines players really will run them, other than Invictara (laughs) suzerains. I mean, you know, it's nice they've got an upgrade, but seriously, you couldn't have hooked everybody else up first. Well, I I already felt that they had one, you know, because they can use those shields anyways. Exactly. So they don't, you know. Anyway. Um, not hating on um, on the 13th, but hating on the 13th. Um, then the upgrade kits, the Phoenix Power Spears. Fuck yeah. They look awesome. Them. They look really good, and they fit so well on those uh, on the Mark IV kits. I mean, as in the look of them fits really well with the Mark IV stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think, anyway. And you've got them on a – in the back of the, the shot we've got, you've got them on a, in the right hand of a Calafracta as well. Uh, that looks really, really nice. Um, I think there's even some. Uh, the, the, it's a bit hard to see in the picture because I think it's a little out of focus in the background. But they've even done some painted up versions, and from what I can see, they look really, really nice up there. Um, what else are we looking at now? We are looking at the um, Skitari models, the uh, Skitari Hopperlites. So the dudes with shields and uh, stabby spears, like electro stabby spears. Um, mm-hmm. The only the only thing you can have when you hit a knight on the town. Yeah. yeah. Well, what else? You need you need a long shield, an electro stabby spear, and a long cloak, and you you you're pimping hard on that one. Exactly. Ele- electro prod your uh, pickups. Well, it, it, yeah, I'm not going to say anything because that'll that'll get me shot from the next room if I make any sexist comments. Um, but you know, it it, it would involve um, a, a decline and then the use of shock tactics. Anyway, uh, one to make Chris and Tim happy. We've got the uh, Volterax, the pre-Blight Blight drone. Yep. Which again looks really awesome. It's an it's another one they've they've nailed a really nice looking kit, and again you can kind of see the evolution of the model when you look at it now to the Blight drone in the future. What's that stand it's on? It looks like a flying base. It looks like an actual flying base. So I don't know how big this thing is. It's it's a bit but hard. The, yeah, but the blight drone isn't on a flying base. Um, I'm gonna have to check now. I, I? let's have a look. Do, 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 do. I'm gonna have to have a look. Chaos Space Marines is it under Chaos Space Marines. I can never remember what it's under these days. Why well, it should be? Yeah, I'm just it's just for the filters, so I can look for it quicker. Um, bum 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 bum. I could search Blight Drone, but my keyboard's, yeah, <laughs> keyboard's too far away and I'm too lazy. That, fuck? Search Blight Drone. Problem yeah. solved. I'm just being lazy because my keyboard's not within media arm's reach. Oh, fuck. Right, hang on. I'm so, gonna, good radio. Hang on. Oh, there we go. But, yeah. Blight Drone. What the fuck? There we go. Just bring it up now. Uh... So I, th- I thought it was about time that Mechanicum got their own flyer, especially if they're going to do that shitty 
No, they're not. Don't even talk about it. They might hear you and they might bring it into existence. Don't say it. No, they won't. Uh, no, the Blight Drone is not. It's, it looks like it's on a um, standard uh, like skimmer base. That's what I thought. Yeah, well, maybe, maybe it's a lot larger. I don't know. Maybe it's like it gets all corrupted and fat and bloated. It kind well, of it would make sense if it gets bloated up like a blowfly or something. But is it is it the same size? Like, I don't know. Anyone that owns both of them, they can kind of tell us. It would be helpful, but it's definitely a flying stand it's on. Um, you can see it in one of the, one of the pictures there. Um, the, it's it's mounted on a flying stand. So, yeah, it'd be interesting. If anybody can do a comparison for us and, and hit us up with the information, I'd appreciate it. Do we know the rules for it? Um, I don't know. Um, I honestly don't know what, if the rules are out for it, um, or if it's in the, if there's likely to be an update with the Mechanicum stuff and we'll, we'll find out soon enough kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. That, that would be one to ask our librarian. Unfortunately, our librarian is not currently available. Um, nope. and speaking of things for the Mechanicum, um, uh, the macro, uh, Macaroid, mm-hmm. Macaroid, Macaroid, whatever, Explorer, the Mackerel Explorer. Explorator. Yeah. Um, this is the shit. Oh, yes. This is a beautiful, beautiful thing. Almost makes me want to play Mechanicum. Almost. Almost. Well, you know, I, I would, but I, I need to finish some other projects. Yeah, we got we got a few. You got to get a few things out of the way first. But yeah, I, I see what you mean. Uh, it, it is. It's. It really is one of those models. It's one of those models that just makes you go, yeah, that could be fun. The the, the one thing I really like is like if you if you look at Mechanicum in 30k compared to 40k, it looks it looks more like they they haven't lost the plot. Like the, it's it's futuristic and it's yeah. like they have stuff that actually looks sci-fi and works. Yeah. And then in 30k, it all looks like fucking you know I could have made it in my shack <laughs> <laughs> with a fucking welding gun or something. Yeah. I know what you mean. I know. I think it's it's good to see the. Um, that's what I'm looking for. The, I don't know. It's like the devolvement, devolving state of um, the mechanicum. mechanicum. Yeah, and seeing seeing the early stages where people went, hey, let's invent stuff, and this is cool, and let's let's make it look work, and no, you know, and they still had like stuff left over from the dark age of technology and shit. Yeah, and they were literally hammering shit to other shit and making it work. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the Explorator, uh, Explorator looks sexy as shit. It really is. Fuck yeah. Uh, um, we've got some pictures of the timeline of the heresy, um, that's been updated with the, the new books and stuff and, uh, moving along and I am very much looking forward to it. Um, seeing what's coming out and, you know, I listened to an uh, interview with Gav Thorpe. I can't remember if it was on, um, Radio Free Istvan or the Eye of Horus, where he uh, it was Eye of Horus. It was. Uh, he's been pretty much on, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's been on heaps of podcasts. Like yeah, no, it's just for a, for a specific point. It was that he was talking about the the wrap up of the uh, Angels of Caliban. I think it is uh, the, his latest book, whichever his latest book is, uh, is sort of the wrap up or penultimate book wrapping up um, Imperial Secundus. There's one more book, and then it's starting towards the drive to terror. Uh, yeah. and the, the soul campaign in a bit more detail which I'm looking forward to um, but yeah you can see the timelines advancing uh, some more beautiful shots of Prospero in the colour plates uh, 
And this is where the more Egyptian look came, has come in, but it's it's very much a sci-fi, a really um, really nice not not Geiger, but um, there's another guy I'm trying to think of, but I can't think of his name is. Well, I was I was always very going to look very like Stargate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I can see what you mean. But it's actually it it managed to have its own kind of theme anyway, even though it's it is an Egyptian sort of base yeah i mean they've really kept if you look at some of the um ancient egyptian architecture the very square large buildings and how they've built them they've really kept to that and they've not gone again it's the same thing they've not gone overly bling or overly um again overly ice wolf you know yeah which is a term i'm going to keep using because it's just they've they've not jumped the shark basically yeah uh, with that sort of stuff um which is really nice to see Again, there's some more color plates of the um, the Mechanicum stuff. The Thousand Suns uh, Contemptor with the headdress and the Tomb Cannon on there, which is just pretty. Um, some very cool stuff there. And we, we've got a couple of... Uh, in the album, we've got a couple of duplicates of the pictures and everything, but that's never a bad thing because you get to see it more than once. Um, and there's it's, some- o- it's only duplicates of the really good ones. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's actually, uh, again, from the Forge World um, sort of display, there's actually a, a, like a, a knight household, which is the, uh, I can't remember the name of the, the household um, that's actually been pictured, but it's the one with the scorpion logo. So you've got the new knight, you've got uh, two Styrix and uh, Acheron, and then you've got um, a Thanatar and a... It looks like a Domitar base there, and they're all painted up, and they just look absolutely stunning together. Um, yeah, fuck yeah. Then we move on to the so-called pattern Stormbird. Ooh. Oh, my sweet Jesus, this thing is... This isn't a small kit, and this isn't... Uh, again, it's just... It's got so much detail on it. I know. I, I want this for my world leaders, for the fucking... My uh, drop pod list. For Angren to pimp down in, you mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, I'm, I've, I'm just. Well, I don't think actually Angron would have enough patience to jump down in. Like, it, it would be the, like the rest of the dudes. To, Maybe this is to... where. Would you think this is something Khan would ride down in, or is he still more of a balls out? Let's go. Uh, uh, he's probably trying to catch up with Angron. It's like, oi, dude. <laughs> so fuck, jump in, jump in the, the Stormbird. Why? Because we're going to catch him otherwise. Yeah, yeah no, the Stormbirds are probably more for the guys that are kind of haven't gone totally mentally insane. <laughs> they almost use drop, drop pods because they want to get down there like just down. They don't give a shit. Yeah. The, the, None these of these tactical guys. deployments. <laughs> these are the guys who missed the drop pods are going, right, get in the big bird because <laughs> we've got to get down there. Yeah. I wonder is it um, if this is something that the Phoenix is based off, um, the SoCar pattern for uh, Fulgrim, you know, his, his personal pimp ride. Um, I wonder if this is the uh, yeah. Well, he's he's probably a bit more rounder and yeah, one of the other patterns possibly. But a bit of bit of modelling work, you could turn it into that, I suppose, um, if you wanted to do that. I mean, spend X hundreds of pounds on this and then mod it up <laughs> and even then, further. And then you take a file and make all the corners round. Yeah, you could do <laughs> and that. Aerodynamic. No. A forty, you know, you know. Grimdustrial, the aerodynamics is a, is a foreign concept. <laughs> but um, oh, I love the detail, the pilot details, the whole 
the whole nine yards. I don't think they've bothered with plastic. I don't know if they've bothered with plastic canopies in the kit at all. Um, if they have, great. If they haven't, well, you know, n no great loss in my eyes. Uh, the model looks fantastic. <laughs> I don't particularly think it's needed. Um, I don't think you need a uh, baby carrier for this one like the Warlord, but you'd need some sort of carriage maybe or, I don't know, suspensor web to carry this thing around. <laughs> Cause this, this is just a large chunk of resin again. Uh, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah. I don't, I don't know if you're going to get this thing on a flying base, maybe two or three of them <laughs> down the length of it. Or if this is just a, it's coming in, we're going to have to lay it on the ground because otherwise it's... Yeah, it probably just lands and then it's, you know, done. That's it. <laughs> Deploys its load and like everybody else, it's then done. Um, but that's, that's understandable. Um, there's some great pictures of... Uh, Come away from the new miniatures for a second. There's some... Oh, actually, no. There was something I wanted to say about the Storm, but uh, the Sokar. Um, the Death Strike missiles... Yeah. Dread strike missiles look absolutely horrific. Um, although they're missing armor bane, which um, I don't know. I don't know if that's because they're uh, they're there to take out ground targets. Um, but the it comes with an orbital strike. <laughs> it comes with its own D weapon. Yeah, no, it's an orbital strike. I mean, come on. So cool. <laughs> it's awesome, but it's you I can never know. you can never have it too much. No, you can never have too much D. I suppose. Um, maybe that's something that, that the Imperial Fist players will turn into um, uh, Rogue or Dawn's uh, Thunderhawk. Oh, it's a Thunderhawky rise, isn't it? It's not the yeah. it's not the Stormbird. Okay, ignore that then. Sorry, you guys can't have the cool big one. He has to have the uh, the 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 Thunderhawk instead. He's obviously well, not cool enough. Well, he's one person. He probably doesn't need a fucking Stormbird to ride around. Hey, if ten Marines can take a freaking uh, cruiser. Um, full-on space marine cruiser to to go and investigate a world where there's like a chapter on it and stuff. You know, <clears throat> Ultramarines movie. <clears throat> <laughs> there is apparently fluff continuity to it, but pff, is my there answer to that. Um, you know, then I'm sure one person could have a Stormbird if he wanted one. Um, especially the Praetorian of, of uh, Terror and blah blah and whatever, Mister Grumpy Fuck. Um, anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, some really nice bit again there's lots of painted pictures up here of the new models um, and speaking of the Imperial Fists this will make Imperial Fist players very happy and Blood um, Blood Angel players the uh, Elastus uh, Astus Pattern Assault Cannons are available for the Cataphracti and they're good looking uh, upgrade pit bits actually um they're very much the the sort of 40k style, um, but modelled yep. with the um, the cataphracti shoulders, so fits in nicely. Um, we got pictures of the power side upgrades, which for Death Guard players must be an absolute bonus um, having those come out, uh, and they look really good. Um, again, no huge surprise there. Um, here's something I really like. Uh, is the Moritat that the Legion Moritat has uh, ha now has a model, and they look pretty boss. To be fair, they 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 kind of have that whole action movie. Um, I'm tooled up, ready to go, and gun, take, gun, take... gunslinger. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like I'm going all Arnie and Commando. I've got every weapon strapped to me, and 
I'm going to get out there and blow stuff up and, you know, shoot people until, you know, John Woo cuts in some doves flying behind me kind of thing. Uh, you know, they're just beautiful models. And I have no idea if I'm ever going to require one in a list I want to run. But it's kind of one of those models I want to own. <laughs> no, no, you, you can never have too many options. No, this is true. Um, but still, beautiful model. Uh, really beautiful model. Um, some more shots of some uh, knight upgrades. Uh, they've got some new Questorus knight heads, which look kind of funky. Um, yep. So you can add more character to your uh, to your knights, uh, which is a nice thing to do. Uh, again, I've no idea on pricing or anything like that, but again, if you're buying a buying a Questorus knight, you probably could find the money to get a different head if it fits the theme. <laughs> um, because you know, well, it's good. Like, uh, if you do a full night list, you you probably end up with, you know, having <laughs> having used all the night heads. Yeah, and if if you you know go and spend some spend money and maybe you want to do a night house and pick up a couple of renegade boxes, yes, they're Questorus knights, but there's nothing to say you couldn't put one or two heads on the different on the sort of standard paladin chassis just to give yourself some variety. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that'd be a bad thing. Uh, there's a beautiful picture of the uh, Ordinatus uh, Ulator, um, which Chris really needs to man up and buy at some point um, and use that as a, a reason to get back into painting his Mechanicum because, yeah, they basically took a Warlord weapon and put tracks on it. And it would be good, you know, facing Jens and Linus. What, you mean not... Jens's car park list? Yeah which isn't subtle, but we're loving for it anyway. <laughs> um, uh, having a look at the um, some other sources now, just to get some other pictures, uh, we've got the Vigil Pattern Storm Shields, which are the Imperial Fist Storm Shields, which, again, look very pretty. We'll probably make the jump to 40K, 40K quite well because they're nice gigantic eagles with fists on them. Um, not very subtle, but um, do look very pretty. Uh, well, they 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 tend not to be that subtle, subtle though. No, they really don't. They, um, I have to say though, I'm just looking at these these Christoris Knight heads, and one of the guys look, one of the heads look exceedingly British. In fact, <laughs> well, it has like, a monocle and it looks a top like hat. He looks like he's got a monocle on, and I don't know. It just it's if you look at the pictures of the Christoris Knight heads on either our page or Garrow's page. You look at the lineup. There's like uh, four of them on bases and one on the one laying down on the glass shelf. Of the four on the bases, it's the the you go one, two, three, left to right. One, two is the third one. For some reason, this dude reminds me of um, an English guy. He just seems, you know, put a top hat on him, you're done. <laughs> uh, some sort of equivocal English gentleman. Um, and Freddie, I'm gonna—I don't know if you can see it, but I'm gonna send you the picture of him now, because um, I, I want your opinion on this and see whether I'm, I'm off base on this or not. Because I, th <laughs> I think he's fucking hilarious. Um, hang on, fire him over to you now. Making great, great radio, uh, coming to you directly, not to the group chat. No, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and I don't know. There's something incredibly British about him. <laughs> it's just if you want to do a British knight, that's that's the head you want to go for. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of those uh, fucking 20s and 30s sci-fi movies. Yeah, yeah, very much so, actually. Very much so. That as well. Um, 
Well, like the the robot from uh, you know the day that Earth stood still, like the mm-hmm. old one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can I can agree on that one. Um, let's have a look here. Just trying to have a look in our notes to see what else we we wanted to cover. Um, I think we've gone through gone through a lot actually. Um, I'm just trying to see if we've got the, the macro, the Matur, uh, Moratat, the Legion upgrades. Uh, let's just have a look at what this one is. But again, the, you know, there's some other stuff to look at. I mean, there is uh, the preview of Blood Bowl. Yep. Which I don't know. Uh, for me, well, the the best thing I heard is that they're not going to change the rules from old Blood Bowl. No, that and they have changed. I mean, they've changed the field. They've, they, there's some pictures of the the new gaming map. They've done a, a rather than a clear, uh, transparent ruler for the throwing gauge. They've they've done something that's more 3D and modelled, which is again great. You know, if you've gone and done that, that looks very nice. Um, but the most important thing is I can use my old Blood Bowl teams and mm-hmm. I can use my old Blood Bowl courts and my old Blood Bowl box. Because compared to the last box that they released, that I actually bought as well, yeah, uh, they haven't changed anything. There's just new star players, but everything else is just the same. Yeah, and that's awesome. But I'm, I'm looking at, I'm trying to look at the, um, oh, where's the picture gone? I looked at it, and for some reason, and it might just be the angle, and or how it's been painted, but a couple of the human models remind me of like the first first edition blood bowl stuff where like a lot of the the sort of models the human models seem to have their heads tucked into their shoulders a lot more oh. um i don't know maybe it's just me maybe it's the way it looks out but i much i much prefer the, the last edition with the human models even though they were pretty blank i still preferred them um but that's just me um and you know uh I'm kind of like that. I, I kind of like the things I like, and um, uh, I don't like change. Don't yeah. like change. Well, at least I get all nostalgic that all the stuff that I grew up with is coming back. So yeah, me too. Me too. I, I won't lie. I, I am very much looking forward to this all coming back. No matter how much I I bimble on and complain about it right now, I'm genuinely looking forward to it coming back and uh, seeing some very very cool stuff uh, existing and, and getting to get yeah. hands back on it. And, and I can't it. wait to see what they're going to do with that Titanicum game yeah the titanicus stuff is gonna be the good Hor- horus heresy titanicum yeah and it's that that's gonna be interesting because again that's got from purely a gaming point of view you can have so you can so expand the 30k universe yeah. on this you know you can play your your titan games you can play you know there's the whole epic 30k scene that's up and running at the moment hopefully that becomes something official again through specialist um Specialist yeah. games, and you can get out there and you can have well, I, I'm just huge events. That they, they keep keep it with the theme, not, so it's not like the rumors I heard that they're going to change scales left, right, and center. But they keep it with the theme, and they take back something that actually worked before, so they keep it with scales. So everyone that still has, you know, old epic titans and stuff can still use it in the game. Yeah, and I, and I but I think it's going to be a little bit of a reamp, so it's going to probably kind of be more like Renegade. But with epic tanks, I mean yeah. epic titans. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that would work. Yeah, yeah, and I think that would be very cool. Um, again, it's just it's in that tantalizing stage of, come on, stop drip feeding me stuff. Hit me. I want to see are, this stuff. Hit me, man. Come they, on, they, give me that. They, hit. they said they weren't going to say anything until next year. 
I know, I know, but fuck me, I'm impatient. It's not fair. <laughs> We're all impatient, goddammit. We want to see this stuff. I know. But, I know. Uh, yeah, um, loads of cool stuff coming out from the event. There's some, like I said, there's some Middle Earth stuff. Um, if that's your thing, I'm sorry. No, no, no need to, to talk down on that. I've just, I've never had any interest in it. Um, so I don't know, Freddie, have you, you played it at all? Is it a thing you were into? Uh, uh, I, I played a little bit. The, the big one was like the Battle of Middle-Earth or whatever when they came out with the companion when you played larger battles. Right, the Battle of the Five Armies or something like that? No, no, no. It, it actually like it, it went from like, I remember the first box sets, which I have somewhere, you know, the Lord of the Rings. And then it yeah. uh, kind of, they started releasing those army books. Mm-hmm. And heaps of mates got into it because they were kind of like took a break from fantasy and they went into it. And then they they really liked the whole kind of army playing style. And yeah. I played a couple of times and it was pretty fun. But then it kind of just died because okay. they, they kind of stopped supporting it <laughs> somehow. Yeah. When suddenly when people started getting interested, they just, you know, kind of pulled the pulled the plug on that. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Classic old school GW, or old, not old school, but last iteration of GW. Yeah, I mean it's uh, I don't know. I, I, respect to the game, you know they've done something with it, they've created something with it, but I just have no no knowledge or no interest in it. And yeah. um, there's too many other games anyway. There's just there is just heresy right now, and that's all there needs to be <laughs> because exactly. heresy is heresy is all consuming enough. Otherwise, um, you you kind of go in personal bankruptcy. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, going there anyway, but yeah. you know, go there even faster when if you if you start adding more games to the pile. Um, so yeah, and a big shout out to to the guys uh, again. So a big shout out to Nick French, uh, Stuart Mack, Tom Stallard, first three members of the Hearth Guard um, who were out there for us, hooked us up with uh, fantastic images of the day, gave us some updates as they were going through. And Freddie, because I'm pretty sure you're not going to be around when we, because we're not going to, we're recording this in two parts. You're not no. going to be around for the uh, the update, the sort of wrap up. Do you want to give us some good news about what these yeah. guys have done? Because I think this deserves a shout out. Beyond yeah, fuck it. Else. Definitely do, because I'm I'm heading off uh, with my family to Turkey. You know, military coup or not. Uh, you got to go out there and fix it. You're going to be the one yeah, man well, Chuck Norris and go, wait, behave and leave it. Stop this. Yeah. <laughs> Freddie says no. Yeah, exactly. This is enough. Uh, <clears throat> no, I want to give a massive shout out to the guys because what they've done is they have donated one of the special edition uh, uh, Crusade Army List black books to the raffle. So we're not just going to raffle out a Warlord Titan on the 16th of October. We're also going to raffle out a special edition black book. So, so, so <laughs> potentially two people are going to go home happy, not just wow. one. <laughs> and and this is thank you from from me thank you so much guys yeah. that's just beyond ma- how awesome i know thank you and a massive thank you for me as well it's just once again it goes to show you how amazing the community is that we you know fucking oh my god is the 30k community and how like people looking out after each other and everyone is just you know Throwing in like I, I got Lee throw, sending the the extra warlord head after his visit to Warhammer World and and now have sourced um, the power fist 
what are you called? Like the power fist with the Vulcan mega storm bolter thingy. The super claw, the super death claw. Yeah, the super death claw as well to the Titan. So you'll have, you'll basically have the extra head option. You'll have um, uh, an additional arm option and all kinds of shit. And now you, it's the black book as well. So it's like the, the, the raffle is just getting bigger and bigger. So fuck, get in there, buy some tickets. It's for a good cause. It's for the kiddies. So you yeah. just do it. $35 buys you a ticket and it buys somebody a chance at a better future as well, which yeah. is a huge thing to do. So, you know, get out there. No rant from me. Just, you know, it exists. We're going to keep talking about it. We'll talk about it in the wrap up, uh, even though Freddie won't be here. But, you know, get on it, guys. Get yourself another chance. And the pot just keeps getting bigger of cool stuff. Um, yeah, fuck it. And who knows? It might even get even bigger. Who we'll knows? See. We never know. You never know what it is. The heresy train has no brakes. Yeah. That is the honest truth. The heresy train has no brakes. So, uh, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, I think we've covered pretty much everything from the open day. Um, I think it's just been another glut of fantastic stuff coming out for the heresy. I think basically a lot of credit cards were overworked. And um, <laughs> Mine is still sizzling here. Yours uh, is still uh, sat uh, in the bucket of ice. Yeah, fuck yeah. Crying a little bit like it's been like, like, like a, you know, liquid beer. nitrogen. I mean, he's trying to spray it just to make it fucking calm down. Sat in the corner drinking a bottle of, drinking a bottle of red wine and, uh, in the shower, trying, feeling a little bit, um, abused. in the corner, shy. It's in the corner, in the shower, in a tub of ice cream, probably crying. Crying a little bit on the inside, <laughs> rocking back and forth a bit. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's awesome to uh, to uh, to know that the, that sort of love and attention is out there from from the uh, studio that gives us the game that we love so much. So yeah, other than that, I think we're going to wrap this segment up. Pretty short one because um, you know sometimes we we do do short episodes. But um, otherwise, again, thank you guys, uh, thank you to the Hearthguard for uh, looking after us and getting us all connected up there. And a big shout out to uh, everyone who did whatever they did for that event to make it awesome uh, for everyone involved. And who knows, in the future, maybe we'll be doing some more coverage for these sort of events and maybe even showing up in person. You never know. Yeah, fuck it. That's the dream, at least for the Horace Heresy Weekender. Yeah, very much so. That is that is very much the dream. So, uh, yeah, other than that, guys, we're going to head on out to some music and we will be back with the wrap up right after this tune.
we're back and it's myself and chris now freddie's had to uh step out and disappear off to the wonderful land of turkey for a vacation so uh at the time of recording it's myself and chris picking up on the wrap-up uh yeah and that's lovely because during all the tiny why me wobbly thing i'm back from my vacation and freddie's on his yeah and i'm not going to take one till next year so oh yeah okay maybe well, not then. You've, got, you've got some gaming days but uh... yeah gaming days and vacations i mean you know there's a couple of the events we're going to be talking about are basically my days off yeah um, just look at coming this. up just, just look like this you will have a, a mini mini break with me in stockholm this is true That's... Not not in a weird way just a gaming way it not could in be a... a weird way I, th- I think you just made it a weird way, but I can live with that. That's, yeah. That I can live with. Um, you know, I've had weirder ways. I've been on tour before. You know, shit happens. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't escalate quickly. Um, <laughs> but yeah, That's what so, I want to do. Yeah, so no no vacation for Jody, but otherwise everybody's on, come back from or whatever vacationed. So it's time to get our wrap-up done, and we're going to start off with the uh, charity updates. So we are going to be talking about the Warlord raffle, the Heresy Against MD uh, raffle that's run by Freddy, that if you don't know about by now, you have literally been living under a rock in the last um, all the all the ruins of um, Istvan Five uh, or Three, depending on where you were at the time, um, because it has been mentioned on damn near every podcast for the last however long, because it's a fantastic cause, and that is uh, uh, there is a raffle taking place at this moment in time, which you can enter by paying thirty five US dollars to buy a ticket. And obviously, spend more dollars, more tickets. Once you, you know, every increment of thirty-five dollars is going to get you a ticket into winning a Mars pattern warlord titan. Now, Chris, you're going to have to help me remember what, because it's not just a, the stock titan. It's got a bit crazy. Yeah, uh, there might be a couple of upgrades for it. Yeah, can, can you remember which ones? Because uh, I think it, there's the standard weapons that's on the first lo- loadout. The, yeah. Then you have uh, almost all the upgrades. I think we're still missing. I think we're missing the plasma gun. I say yeah. we're. I it's missing the plasma gun. Uh, I know Freddy just added the claw. Um, yep. And I think it's got all the alternate heads, including the limited edition head from Forge World. Well, it's not really limited. It's limited to only being able to be purchased at uh, Warhammer World and. That's kind, of limit, that's kind of limited yeah, for everybody but, who doesn't yeah, live I was, I was in the that. UK. <laughs> I was coming to that. Oh, well. it's, it, it's limited in, a, in such a way that you have to go through nothing to actually buy it, but yeah, it will probably be around for a while. It, it, can, awesome, it, it can be achieved, but it, it is a very cool piece of kit. Um, so that has uh, that has become a thing. And like I said, $35 for a ticket. The draw is going to take place on the second day of the Burning of Scandus Prime event. Yeah, and... 60. That's correct, 16th of October, and um, basically it is being painted up by the awesome dudes at Scattershot Painting. Chris and his team are out there. Uh, we will get more work-in-progress pictures as soon as Chris has time to send some over. All I can say is the work-in-progress pictures we've shared so far, I've seen from Chris and seen in general, it's going to look fucking epic. And I don't mean a 6mm scale, I do mean it is just going to be obscenely awesome um so yeah it's for 35 bucks to win something that's gonna come in well over two thousand three thousand dollars worth once you, if you think about all the bits and pieces being added into it it's just a ridiculous potential for winning and at the end of the day 
DM, uh, the uh, Duchenne muscular dystrophy um, research and support and everything that goes through them will be winning as well. So definitely go out and do that. Yeah, that's a quite good thing to mention that the price uh, price supporting this is not from the raffle. It's just everything is donated outside and uh, all the money for the raffle goes to the charity foundation. 100%, yeah. And last uh, last check conversation I had with Freddie, which was a little while ago, um there is a 50 they're 54 percent towards target which may have gone up by now um i don't have the numbers live numbers in front of me the goal is ten thousand um, dollars by the time this closes so we're over halfway there's still a few months to go before uh, october so basically put some hobby budget aside get in there buy yourself a ticket and look get look at just what you could be winning and take a shot at the end of the day, it's a shot in the dark, but everybody wins. And uh, you said 54%, right? That was the last check I had. Yeah. And I actually just checked, and we're up to 57%. Oh, epic. Look at yeah. that. We're, well, we're almost at 60% there, which is fantastic. I like it when you give me extra numbers, Chris. This is why you're the librarian here. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, since we mentioned that it was a bit outdated, I thought it prudent just do a quick check, and uh, I hope it's the correct numbers. I would be glad to see that it would be more, but uh, yeah. well, if it's on the page, it's, we'll go with what's on the page. Yeah, and still, it's a uh, way, way, it's a way to go for yeah. this. Uh, it's a way to go, but like we said, guys, get in there, get, get your ticket sport, and go for it. Yeah, it's so, a warlord titan. Yeah, it totally is, and that's, uh, that's uh, more or less a. Three thousand point army, if nothing else. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, there are also there's going to be some extra prizes getting added in as well, um, but we will wait till we have Freddie back before we go into those details. So we're going to move on to our events. Unless there's anything else we want to say about that, Chris? Uh, just keep donating because it's for a really good cause, and if you win a warhound, you still win a warhound. A warlord, even. <laughs> if you win a warhound, you wait, what? Well, I... Uh, You've got warhounds uh, on the brain, dude. Yeah, but that's uh, that's just because Linus wants me to do a second warhound for Scandus. Oh, well, well. You know. So, you don't win my warhound, you win an awesome, awesome warlord from Scatshot. It's painted by Scatshot. Perfect. So, I think that's everything we need to say. So, let's move on to our events. And the first event we're going to talk about, well, it's over to you, Chris, because that's going to be about the global heresy escalation. Yeah, and uh, the escalation is still going. It's uh, been a bit slow this past weeks, but uh, we're just going to, well, jot that down to people actually having summer or have melted or been captured by aliens. Uh, all, pick, all, all three are quite valid, to be fair. But for my my own reason is that I actually went away for a, a vacation, and I guess a lot of people are, except for Yodi. But yeah. uh, thanks for that, buddy. <laughs> it's still going. It's still the Northern Heresy. It's still Swamp Month. Well, it's still Swamp Month for a time of recording, at least. Yep. There will be someone taking over next week for a time of recording. So at the first of August. But we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yep. This will continue next next time you hear an update. It will be 1,500 points, and there will be raiding and garrison missions, or forces for the entire. Which will be a lot of fun. And for those of you that uh, have listened to the early part, early part of this podcast, you'll uh, remember that Freddy is currently somewhere in around 
um, the fifth month already with his pledge. Um, so uh, you, you can go as hard or fast on this as you like, but uh, as I say there is the um, there are those guidelines to keep you in the running for the league and uh, just just get involved, man. It's all about getting heresy. Start a new army. Try it out for the first time. If you're 30k curious, go back and listen to our episodes on Plastic Heresy. Go have a listen to uh, some of the episodes where we talk about the Iron Warriors, the Mechanicum. Um, you know, just go back and have a listen. And or the Solar Auxilia. I mean, ha- get some Solar Auxilia in in, in game because it's uh, it's still criminally underrepresented in certain areas. So let's just see that get punched out as part of this league. It's a good excuse. So yeah, and uh, if you are in this. Uh League from the beginning, you will have painted infantry basically for two months. Pretty now much. There's, now there's 1500s. We can finally add some transports and tanks and maybe a flyer if you're going for a raiding mission for a team. Yeah, maybe. Or, maybe. or, or the or the lovely, lovely javelin land speeders. Yep, they're pretty cool. I I must admit, I I have a Sikoran battle tank that's looking at me going saying dude when are you going to paint me and it's like soon my darling soon yeah you'll be part of it all don't worry um so yeah so that's uh, that's the escalation league unless there's anything else you wanted to say on that chris uh, just keep playing just keep logging log- log- your games and uh, we'll see what happens next month definitely and the next so let's move on to the next uh, event in our calendar at the moment and that is the avaria cluster the phase three and that's something both Chris and myself are attending. That's here in Malmo, Sweden. Um, I don't know why. Damn it, Michael. That that's just stuck in my head. That's you know, Michael from the I Forest podcast. I live here. I live in the damn country. And I can't stop saying the, the yeah. I can't stop saying it like uh, that. Damn it, be, man. To be fair, you're from England. Your country really pronounce it anyway. Oh. <laughs> Ow. Well, it's yeah, true. Well, we it's true, instead. It? You know, take your pick. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to get into arguments about this, but you know, <laughs> bite me. Um, well, it's a 2,500 points. Yeah, it's okay. a 2,500 points. It's a three battles on the one day. There are 20 spots. Uh, registration is now open. Uh, looking at the main event page, which I'm looking at right now, um, it's saying 18 out of 20 spots taken. That might be updated. I have to check with Oscar and see if we can get some more information. Uh, I know that they're even looking at expanding. Um, hang on. No, there is an update. 20 spots have been filled, uh, but they are looking uh, to actually update the uh, the space and see if we can actually get more space for playing. Yeah, so that was if they could kick out the Magic players, I think, or the X-Wing players. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, Magic players, deodorant, um, that will scare them. Um, <laughs> and then there I just offended at least probably half of our podcasting audience so the other person um, probably plays X-Wing so <laughs> so well X-Wing is a nice game I've heard uh, never had a chance to play it so <laughs> I, I actually got the core box I just looked at it and then put it on the shelf but that uh, might be just me somebody get around to it in a, in a, in a day to come at some point yeah, it was on sale uh, fair enough it's well, Star Wars so. yeah <laughs> can't you can't lose to be fair um but yeah so 2500 points all the spots are taken looking to open up more um 
get onto the uh, the event page, have a look, get in touch with Oscar, who's organising it. And I'm pretty sure that it's going to be open to come down and view. So if you haven't got a spot but still want to come and have a look along, uh, come down and have a look, sorry, and you're 30k curious, come and say hi, come and see what's going to be going on. And Chris and I will be there repping the Varangian Heresy. And I do believe... Jens is going to be down for the Northern Heresy as well. I don't know if Linus is uh, joining us for this one. I think it might be a little too far for him. I'm not sure. Uh, last I heard, it was uh, quite an arduous trip for him because it's almost the entire length of Sweden. It's still 30k, man. I mean, seriously. Yeah. He was thinking about uh, taking the uh, taking in the uh, an air ride to Copenhagen, but we'll see. It's probably. It would be pretty cool if he can join us. But yeah. uh, otherwise, otherwise they'll they'll be uh, we'll be well, down there t- playing playing heresy, drinking and having fun, and you know there'll be some barbecue at some point on that weekend as well. I'm sure. And we might put stickers on people as well. If they stand still long enough, they they might just get them on them. Otherwise, you know, we'll just do some random drive-by stickering yeah. and see what happens. Exactly. Exactly. So next on our list for events is Scandus. Now Chris, you're going to take us through this one. You go. You you have the honours. Is Freddy's not here? Yeah, I've been chosen to, to talk about Scandus. and uh, chosen one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's still on, surprisingly. Which is, which is a good thing. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's on the 15th and 16th of October at the Forsvarsgården in Solentuna. And uh, if you want uh, to stay at uh, a hotel that other people are staying at, uh, I know at least me and Jody and uh, I think Jens from the Northern Heresy would be staying at the Scandic Star in Solentuna, which is not that far away from the the place where the event takes place. I just want to mention that. Yep, yep. It's uh, 250 kroners a ticket and... uh, yeah, it's a two-day event, which looks really nice. And if you want to come, you're a bit out of luck because uh, it's full. But there are there are there are a list for if people drop out, so you could just email Freddy, I think, or yeah, send a message um, to Freddy. Yeah, if you email him at the uh, Lincoln Her- Lincoln yeah, Heresy. Lincoln Heresy at gmail dot com, if you're interested. I do believe uh, again, last last check with Freddy, there were eight people on the reserve list. Yeah, but that, that, that might could change be within the dropout zone, basically. Yeah, definitely. And not not only that, if you're actually just wanting to come and look, if you can't take a, get a spot at playing, you can still come and look. Yeah, the event is open to uh, two spectators, so you're welcome to come down. There is a bar as well, so you'll be able to have a drink and enjoy uh, some heresy while uh, enjoy you- watching some heresy. And there's the possibility to meet uh, three, three of us. Well, yeah, the, the, and there's there's the two of the other ones. Two of the other ones as well. Yeah, of, you're even allowed to. You're even allowed to touch us. Um, I'm not sure about where you can touch Freddy, but you can definitely say hi to Chris and myself at least. If you want to. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you're welcome to come down. It's not and say hi. It's not like it's a good reason or anything, but you know, heresy, of course. Um, <laughs> and there's a night joust on the day one. Yeah, the the evening of day one, which so bring a knight or a, up to five hundred point Lord of War. Yeah, shame I can't bring a falchion in that. Yeah, but that's probably good. Yeah, probably is. Even, be, even before being, the upgrade, because it still had a twin linked volcano cannon. Yeah, sitting in the corner being that guy. <laughs> yeah, just uh, waiting for the knights to run up to you. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll just wait for the entire the entire battlefield to just say, right, okay, guys, group 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 hug. We fucked that guy over first. Why? <laughs> Falchion. Oh yeah, we fucked him over first. Yeah. yeah, no, that which would be totally legit. Yeah, just see the atroposes charging you. Yeah, uh, and don't forget, we also have um, a, a highlight for us at least, and hopefully for the event as well. Will be that it'll, there is a podcast death match. Round yeah. round one of the, uh, I believe it was round one of the uh, Burning of Scandalous Prime will. It would be set uh, during round one. Cause yep. And then it might actually be, if we can manage to sort it, some sort of video cast of it, or yep. at least running commentary. There will be there will be uh, myself and Christopher versus uh, Jens and Linus as we go traitor versus loyalist. We do the showdown. Um, a showdown for the ages or for our latest recording at that point uh, we're also going to try and get some interviews with people obviously at these events that we're attending so at Avarii and at Scandus so that should yep. be a lot of fun and there is the additional fun thing and Chris this is all yours the uh, the Ooh. challenge oh you mean the sheeting Michael of uh, Radio Free Istvan challenge Oh, that's harsh. He's not. <laughs> he's not cheating. He's just going he's with just, an aesthetical uh, choice. Yeah, he's just uh, bra- he's bending the rules to his uh, favor. Yeah, uh, I think just, he's going for a loophole here. I think. Is yeah, what just kidding, because it's it's technically a part of it. But then this is the Scandus Boxtra challenge that's still on, and uh, the details are on our on our Facebook page. I might just bump them up tomorrow. That so, would be a good idea. So they are fresh in everyone's mind. Because uh, you have to build a box dread, or have to, it's voluntary to join, but uh, you have to, or I will kick you. But uh, you have to build a box dread, you have to convert it, you have to make it as cool as possible. And if Jens is listening, yes, you can build a salamander's dreadnought. It's no no big deal. No one really cares about salamanders anyway. No, they can't it's... find a Primark properly. <laughs> oh, that's low, man. That's low. Well, my Primark is dead. He lost his head. I can be bitter about Primarks. Yeah, well, you are, you know, Iron Hands player, bitterness is kind of your raison d'etre, right? Yeah, more or less. More or less. You have to live for something. That That's a harsh coming from an Iron Warrior player. But, uh... What can I say? My, my guy's still alive. Yeah, he's a demon. Yeah, I know, but he's still alive. Yeah. Let's just move on. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Boxster challenge, build a, build a box thread, convert it, build it from scratch, just make a cool box thread, send in a picture of when you start and then when you finish it, or bring it to Scandus if you're uh if you're actually coming to Scandus. Or actually, I'm I'm going to say this, if you're building one and you want to if you can't attend Scandus because you can't get a spot at Scandus, you can still bring your dreadnought there to be judged. Yeah, do it. Why not? Let's just open it up, have yeah. some fun, make make it an interesting day, make yeah. it another reason to come on down and see the heresy. There, there are actually prizes for this. There are? Have so, you worked yours out yet? No, I'm still working on it. Okay. There's a nice uh, tech marine and there's a nice poster from you. Limited edition poster, yeah. yeah. And there's some Fulgrim pillowcases for the international competitors yeah you get to win full green pillow if you if you will if you're basically if you're not attending or you're uh, the entering the non non-attendee version of the uh, of the event then freddie has kindly put up a set of full grim pillows so you can literally be full grim in the sheets yep and uh, well 
Hellbrute are still not allowed, but uh, Michaels will probably be allowed because it looks cool and it, it still follows the guidelines of the challenge. You, you mean Ryan's? Ryan's can't, Michaels can. Okay, Ryan, uh, okay. Ryan is building a really, really cool Hellbrute, but Hellbrutes aren't really the point of the challenge. Okay, fair but enough. Since it looks cool, I really recommend it. Ryan, send it in, send photos of it. We want to see it, and we will we'll show it up off on the day. Yeah, there will be there will basically be a whole buttload of pictures and reporting and cool stuff coming on from um, yeah, coming on I, from the events. I have to actually challenge the listeners. Join the challenge, or Freddy will win all the prizes because he's the only one actually finishing finished a dreadnought by now. Uh, and yeah, you, you really want Freddy to win? Yeah, that, well, they yeah, don't, don't, don't want him to win by default. No, <laughs> default is a bad word. Yeah, very much so. So that is a, a very long roundabout way of updating you guys on Scandus. Yeah, and uh, just a quick note. Scandus is 3,000 points, and you should bring it a 1,000 points, Sormatrans list as well. That's, it doesn't have to be from the same army, but it has to be from the same faction. Yeah. I.e. Loyalist or Traitor. Yeah. And I, I must admit, as much as I'm loving my I Warriors, I'm tempted to borrow some World Eaters from Freddy for that, because it might be a bit of fun to do something different. I should uh, go Militia. Yeah, well, I don't really want to paint them up. <laughs> it's not as if I don't have enough to paint as it is. Yeah, so you just have to paint you, when you finally painted six of your cows, and uh, all of a sudden, oh, I've raised forty points. <laughs> yeah, shush, <laughs> don't do that. I'm not. I'm not even. Not even in, entering in that conversation with you. So moving on to the next event. So the scouring of Sinius Primary is it? Yeah, that's right. It's a Horace Heresy National Event Series uh, event at. Uh, by the Loaded Dice podcast. It's at the Games Cube in Parramatta on the 8th and 9th of October 2016, and it's the Sydney leg of the Oz 30K Horus Heresy National Event Series. Really so, want something like that in Sweden as well, don't we? Yeah, I've got a feeling that it's going to come together naturally uh, between, have, between have, Lincoln, um, Scandus, Gothcon, uh, Avaria, or the next version of Avaria. Yeah, and the uh, the Scorpius event next year, I think um, I think we'll we'll naturally pull something together. So it'll be a bit of fun. But uh, yeah, these guys are running an event. Um, one event I do want to mention, but I don't have any details yet because I, I forgot to pull them off their latest podcast. So if you listen to this, Tim and Michael, because you should be, because we listen to your podcast, because we love you guys, and I'm sure you love us as well. Um, they are the IF Horace Boys are running their first tournament, and I believe that's coming up in September. That's the seat of Geigenheim, right? Geigenheim, I think it's their one, yeah. Um, but if they can send us some more details, we'll give that a shout out on our next episode. But basically, hit up their podcast page or their um, their podcast group on Facebook and have a look. Um, and then just swiftly on from that, we're moving on to the last event, the uh, Boros Spell Command event. So, do you want to take us through that one, Chris? Yeah, I can do that. Uh, there's finally been an event published now, and that's. Uh or a proper event, because they've sorted it, with every, everything organizational behind the scenes, basically. So it's an event. It's linked on the 30K Sweden page, but you can probably find it if you search for the, the Boros Spiel Convent in general. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a nice intro event for the heresy. And I think we are attending, aren't we? Uh, the plan is to, to be attending, yep, yeah, definitely. 
I am I am literally just waiting for uh, confirm for me. It's confirmation of uh, time off work, and then just making the uh, travel arrangements. So yeah, I'll be there. So you can't be a farm shack on the road then. Just bring the farm the barbecue up. Uh, <laughs> If if they want me to if they want the entire event catered like that, yes, it can be done. But they better get in touch with me soon. <laughs> I, I doubt, doubt it. But uh, considering the Harris event is quite small, but it's still an intro event, so it's fifteen hundred or twenty five hundred points, and the dual points limits is because of uh, well, it's an introduction event as I said, as I said before, and it's uh, if you're a new player, you might not have two thousand five hundred points, so then. You should, you, under, you might feel excluded, but that's why there's a 1500 points list limit, and everyone is supposed to bring both types of lists. Yep. So you should. So if someone have 1500 points, you drop your 1500 point list. If they have 200, two, 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 <laughs> ah, take your time. Me. Start again. <laughs> yeah, 2500 points. You drop the 2500 points list, so everyone should be able to play. Yep. And Please. it's a, it's a standard uh, three. Uh, four swords allowed, I think. Just Age of Darkness uh, onslaught and uh, is it Castellan the last one? I think Castellan's the last yeah. one, yeah. Because uh, and that's uh, just because, as we said, it's an event to get people into the Heresy, and that's why you really shouldn't bring a Mechanicum Matrix of Ruin list. Yeah, or a Leviathan list, or um, you know, in a fifteen hundred point list, drop in a casual Spartan or something along those lines. You know, maybe not do that. Yeah, it's a suggestion, Freddie. Fuck you, Freddy. <laughs> a Spartan and Eidolon in fifteen hundred points. That's <laughs> that's anyway. Favorite. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Let's <laughs> yeah, yeah. not be, be that one. And the fifteen hundred points. If you run a Leviathan list, you can almost get the Reaver, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, you can get the uh, at least the at least a Warhound war- with an allied Warhound. Oh, you can get a war. Oh, you can get a militia list with the Warhound in there. Yeah. No, you so you can make you can make. We shouldn't really say say stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's Age of Darkness. It's onslaught. It's uh, it's get out there and have fun and meet new people and get new people into the heresy. That's and what it's uh, about. if you are joining the event page, you see that there's even hotel recommendations and dinner recommendations for the Friday before the event. They are very organized. Yeah, Eric uh, has a. Uh, Bit of connections, so he's set up a, a deal on Bishop Bishop's Arms for food and drink. Yeah, very nice. Yep. Very nice indeed. So yeah, basically that is our list of events. And what I would say is, if you are running an event, if you want an event shouted out wherever you are in the world, drop us an email to the Heresy at gmail dot com with the details, and we will hit the event up in our event section. We will put, uh, pimp it out on our Facebook book, uh, Facebook book, Facebook book 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 Facebook page. Thank you very much, Brain. Thank you for getting the right four letter word in there. Um, Friend face. Uh, yeah. Um, we will shout it out, and who knows, we may even be able to attend if it's within a reasonable traveling distance. Um, yeah, which would be pretty cool for us. Uh, we'd like to know if there are events going on. Uh, be a lot of fun. Um, also to shout out uh, gaming clubs and things like that, especially here in Sweden. If you've got a gaming club and you've got a heresy scene there, give us a shout out. If you do a regular meetup and you're looking for, you know, dudes looking for dudes to take what the iForest boys do, dudes looking for dudes, give us a shout and we will uh, try and hook you guys up and see what we can get done. Yeah, we'll uh, just need to see when the 
new version of Grinder is actually released. Yeah, the uh, the thirty thirty k Grinder or the yeah. Istvan app. Yeah, the the non literal way <laughs> way of dudes looking for dudes. Yeah, the, sl- the slightly safer one. Uh, well, are you sure maybe. that's actually safer? I don't know. Freddie will be on there first, so who knows? I don't, I don't know. Safe, safe is uh, just uh, how quickly you block Freddy, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. What's, what's your safe word? What's your safe, what's your safe <laughs> word? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> come, yeah, but, come, come up with a good safe yeah, word. That makes that's sense. basically it, isn't it? That's everything. That's everything. We, we, we've rambled for the last 25 minutes in a slightly disconjointed, uh, wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey sense. And, um, that's what happens when part of... Part of the costs are gone for a while. Yeah, it happens, and you know, yeah. we will be back on our, hopefully on our regular uh, recording schedule in the next couple of weeks. Because again, Chris, you're away on vacation uh, again. again, and Freddie's back from vacation, well, and then to be fair, I might be able to join a recording because I'm actually in uh, Gothenburg and not in the middle of the forest, so there will be internet to be had. Not, not in the middle of, not on the arse end of nowhere and, and somewhere where there the world exists, is what you're saying. Uh, but it, uh, the middle of nowhere was actually lovely, and uh, to be fair, the 4G coverage was actually better than in town, so... <laughs> but uh, still not enough to... I was going to say, not enough to do a recording, but still. Um, so yeah, so that is... Uh, that is us for tonight. But what I would yep. like to say is, I want to say again, a big shout out to uh, the Hearth Guard, to the boys there who helped us out and got us basically hooked up at the uh, Forge World Open Day. Uh, that is uh, Tom, Stuart, and help me out with the last name. Nick, thank you very much, Chris. Sorry about that, boys. Tom, Stuart, and Nick. Um, and to give a shout out to Miniature Realm Studios which is Stuart's uh, painting studio. Um, So go to check out Miniature Realm Studios. Uh, Literally at time of recording, which will date when we've done this, uh, Stuart's been posting some pictures of a fantastic-looking Imperial Fists uh, uh, Leviathan Dreadnought, which is looking pretty fucking sweet. And it's Uh, almost changed your view on your next army, right? No. Not a hope in hell. <laughs> it's just, it's just once again confirmed that I want to have at least two Leviathans in any list that I play in the future. Um, because they're pretty fucking I wouldn't harsh. mind having a Leviathan either because they look pretty awesome. Yeah. I've changed my mind since I saw them the first time because then I just thought they would look like a contemporary with a vest. But, yeah. Uh... Now, now I've seen that. As much as I love them in their original, uh, I think it was Death Guard that they went out the first pictures in. Yeah. Now I've started seeing them come out in different Legion colors. I really, really like them. So. Yeah, I- I'm just going to say like this. Uh-huh. Michael's done a ridiculously golden... Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> and it's... no I was. Listen- I have to say this. I was listening to, uh, I think it's episode 13 of the uh, Radio Free Istvan. Uh, so they've called us up, and they have... Uh, been- Michael's been talking about his uh, Blood Angel Year of the Ancients list, and he has painted a beautiful, beautiful golden leviathan dreadnought and we're not just talking accents we're talking this thing is just literally <laughs> it, might, it is it is 100 percent blood angel bling it's beautiful man i love what you've done there and the rest of the army is looking sweet around it um if we remember we'll try and uh, put a link up on our facebook page to their album because it's really pretty um but yeah well done to you sir that, that's another reason to uh, to want to get all these leviathan dreads because Look what people have been doing with them. Yeah, and that's what changed my mind about them as well, seeing other color schemes and then the original one. 
Yeah. And then they're posting them and yeah. I must admit, I wouldn't mind talking about Blood Angel, Blood Angels soon. I know that we're still missing the Primark and we're still missing the special units, but I wouldn't mind talking about them soon. So let's see what we can see who we can maybe hook up for that episode. Well, considering they they're they're my first love for the 40k and 30k universe. So. Hey, so a segment you can actually be part you you're going to be part of. Yeah, it's one that I I don't uh, one that I could actually. Just stay part of not go on vacation. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Let's avoid vacation time on this one. Um, also, big yeah, shout out, big shout out to Scattershot uh, Painting and Scattershot Hobbies, our friends over uh, with Chris and his team, including Mr. Sampson as well. You guys do beautiful work. We love you really and uh, love you lots. And at some point, I promise I will get my lazy ass onto a onto a headshot episode. Um, I promise. I promise. I promise. I will. Um, and yeah, we, we've got, we've been, uh, chatting about stuff for the future as well, which, uh, we'll hopefully be able to work together on. So again, more stuff being brought to you by the friends of the Varangian Heresy and by the Varangian Heresy itself, which will be a lot of fun as we move on forward. So other than that, I think we're done for the evening. Do you? Yeah, we, I concur with that. You concur. That sounds mightily, pro, uh, mightily, mightily, uh, professional amateur of you, sir. Very well done. That's well, uh, if you have fancy words in your vocabulary, you really should put them forth. Uh, I, I, um, I, um, I can't think of a, a long, important word that would actually work, so I obviously don't have any in my vocabulary. Um, mm. I just copy what other people say. So if that being the case, then, I'm going to say it's good night from me. And me. And from Freddy, wherever he is, sunning himself in the wonderful climes of Turkey, I'm sure he's saying good night, or hick, boom, as he drops his uh, his 15th beer of the evening. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be Angron in the streets, be Fulgrim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Varangian Heresy Podcast, signing off. Oh,